Hello and welcome to the Old Man Orange Podcast. I'm Spencer Scott Holmes. And I'm Rand Dunningham. And we have stumbled our way into episode 400. Something that you sound shocking and awe in large and scale, like, you know, a Godzilla movie 20 years later. But then you gotta get to it, just like, oh... Another one of these. Oh, four, really? 400? I'm, I'm not going to lie. We got to 100. I had this real sense of, oh, wow. Even 200, I felt that. 300 was a little bit more of like, oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. But now we're at 400. I'm like, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I just, I don't, f- I, I don't know. Not that I, I like doing this, but it's like one of those things like, I feel like I should be more impressed than I am. But... <laughs> I'm like, that's oh, another one, you know? I mean, I guess maybe it's also because kind of our originally folks were not to go throw any names out there. We had a couple people uh, we were trying to get on and just couldn't meet up schedules at the same time. We were already like a week and a half late. So we're like, ah, oh, fuck it. Let's just do it. Yeah, it's like one of those ones. It was kind of like a, you know, the holidays never really seemed to help with like scheduling anything too to top it all off. And it was just to the point where it's like, ah, well, whatever. We, we can always do it. We can always have those guys on later. And then, um, yeah, we'll just do it. Whatever. It's like it's like one of those birthday parties that you like, you know, you throw and it's going to be huge and it's going to be ginormous. And then next thing you know, nobody shows up. Yeah. And they're just like just a kid, like sitting at the far end of a birthday table with a crooked birthday hat. Like nobody showed. <laughs> there was this awesome movie this year called Peppermint with Jennifer Garner that kind of came and went quickly. But it was like that that story was all about like her daughter had a birthday party. You know what I mean? It was going to be the biggest thing ever or whatnot. And nobody showed up because like the douchey, like, you know, um, Girl Scout leading lady decided to throw a party just to like and spite her you know so it's like well whatever we'll go to the carnival it's gonna be great you know and then when they go to the carnival shit goes awry and a drive-by happens <laughs> oh shit please tell me that they kill I'm, i don't give a shit i'm not gonna see this movie tell me Dude, you should see that... this movie don't don't say you shouldn't see this movie this movie was i didn't say i should and i just i probably won't i know myself i just know i'm probably not gonna see it but does she end up killing the lady who, like, threw, like, my daughter wouldn't be fucking dead if you didn't throw that fucking party on her birthday? It, does, it, her? it comes back, like, the cool thing about this movie is, I mean, yeah, it is a normal, like, revenge movie, but it comes back, everything comes back around in, like, a glorifying way, you know? So it is well worth it. You know, I won't say what happens because this is one of these ones you should check out. I mean, it's one of those movies that might not break, like, your top 10 list of this year, but it is damn near like one of those ones where you're like it is totally an honorable mention type movie if not even close to it though i don't know i, I will i still will say it's actually probably better than a lot of movies this year anyway so oh i might check it out eventually but it's probably a netflix one for me um but yeah yeah you know i just i just like the idea of just like all oh, the drug <laughs> turns out they weren't selling cookies this whole time they're selling crack they used to even realize it <laughs> the, mo- <laughs> the fucking bitchy the bitchy girl scout mom was the one setting it all together yeah, exactly. What's all my fucking settings here? It's all echoey. She was setting it up. Oh, I hate when that happens. That's what I always think about yeah. when I with Google Hangouts. It gets to that, and then it's just like you gotta like almost take your headphones off when you're talking to somebody, or else you just hear yourself over and over, over and over. It just has this weird sharp tone when and my voice is already fucking irritating. So you know, just want to turn that down a little bit. There we go. Yeah, anyway, so 400. <laughs> so if we're at 400, which Pokemon generation are we now? Because Ruby and know. Sapphire would have been 350, right? So now we're past that. So we're in the Diamond and Pearl section of our lifespan. <laughs> I guess. I don't 
Really? No. I, uh, <laughs> that's a not. good, that's a good question. Cause like after a while, I know it's not like they always add like 150 or a hundred each time. They're just like, Oh, whatever. Here's a, you know, another amount. How many more do they add to gold and silver? Was that like they added like, um, cause that was, it that's wasn't 250. like, that wasn't like, Oh, here's a bunch of, it wasn't like, Oh, just new ones and new ones only. They added, Oh man, this fucking thing. Poor connection. Are you still there? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Nothing's changed on my end. Hello? What, did you totally, like, space out? No, the thing just totally said, poor connection. I'm going to kill my camera here for good for good measure. There you go. Anyway. So, no, um, well, because Gold and Silver did the thing where just like, okay, it's old characters and new characters. And after a while, then they just say, okay, just new characters. We're not going to focus on any of the old characters. Some of the games did that, I think, right? Yeah, like X and Y, I think, was the first time that they did that. And I actually kind of like that, because I know everybody kind of goes like, oh, it doesn't have, you know, original characters in it. Fuck this game. But I thought it was like, what made the X and Y kind of cool when it did that is it felt like you were playing a brand new Pokemon game for the first time again. You know, it gave you that feeling of, like, almost picking up red and blue. And it was just like, you just didn't know what you were going to find around the corner. Because I think it's one of those ones, you do get a little bit of that biasness when, like, you're like, well, you know, there's a Sandshrew over there. I, I know Sand. Andrew, I could trust him. He's the kind of guy you can leave your money with on a weekend. Why are you leaving your money with... Well, why are you leaving your money with this guy? I don't know. I just kind of trust him. He seems like he's not going to do nothing with it. Should he just take your money with you? Oh, he's saying true. He's a good guy. He's good for it. Yeah, you know. Well, they did the thing in the, the new one, the uh, Hawaiian one, where it was all like, oh, well... Some he, they 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 found a way to make you give a shit about characters you did before. Well, now Ratatat is... He's, dark type or whatever they just change some of their types and mix them together or whatever so i was like okay that was kind of interesting i didn't play that one but i just saw they did that but um i will say though looking at pokemon stuff now it just makes me feel kind of old because i realized i was all amped up for yellow and i'll probably get the next game that comes out for switch not yellow um um let's go yeah let's let's go yellow whatever let's go yellow let's go pikachu eevee yeah, let's go but, out and um, give a fuck. Let's go and catch some fucking monsters and enslave them to make our do our bidding. No, um, no, but like, uh, I realized playing that game, just there's other things that kind of come together, which show me like how kind of I kind of see how people get set in their old in, in like old timer ways to an extent because just playing that I was like, okay, I know this, I like this, I'm comfortable with this. And then, you know, you hear, like, somebody younger complaining about how simple it feels. And I know we talked about this before. It's a remix, so of course it's going to feel simple compared to the other ones. But I'm just like, you kids just don't understand, you know? <laughs> and it goes to the point where you hear, like... And I'm not going to go off on, like, a Pokemon tangent specifically, but it's, like, one of those things when you hear criticism from a younger person... This is how I know I'm getting older. When I hear criticism from a younger person... I can't help but feel immediately like, bitch, you haven't lived, even though, in hindsight, I'm 31, and that's still fairly young, but it's one of those things where it's just like, all right, 21-year-old, tell me how this thing should... <laughs> yeah, I just, I just get that way now, because there's a time when you'd look up, like, film criticism, because there's a time when, like, film criticism or critiques or video essays weren't like, like, oh, wow, they're speaking on shit I like, and now everyone does it. Just, so yeah, now, it's like, whatever. Yeah, well, there's a time where it wasn't super common. So, like, oh, wow, they're speaking very passionately and going into detail about this video game or this movie or whatever. And now you look at it like, oh, anybody with the mic can do that. So, 
now everything just seems like, I don't give a fuck what this 14-year-old has to say about fucking this. <laughs> this you just click on, like, oh, an essay. Oh, fuck, it's some kid. Yeah, exactly. It's like, that doesn't affect my buying power. Now, it- now Devil, I didn't, I didn't play the first couple Devil May Cries. I mean, they were, they, they, I was like in, in like the second grade when the first one came out. Like, oh, fuck off. Done. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those ones. But you know what? It comes around is that like, it's kind of like I'll use this example of like the Pokemon that like I I look at when I play like first person shooters that are older ones is that very very rarely do you ever run across an older first person shooter that doesn't like hold up you know as long as it was a good game like at the time you know what I mean and the thing about it is is even though you get all these advancements over the years you know you get you know you know you got your running and you got like your different controls and you got your more advanced physics and so on like that. It's funny because, like, you can go back and play a game. Like, you go back into, like, the GameCube era and play those 007 games. Or you could go back to, like, even the N64 and whip out some Turok or something like that. Or even go back even farther and play, you know, Doom off of, like, 3-2-X or something like that. And the odd thing about it, I always notice, is that pretty much they always hold up because the parameters that those games were set in still work. You, maybe you don't have a run button, but you didn't need the run button back then. You know what I mean? Or maybe you didn't have, you know you know, kind of like the right stick aiming, but it wasn't necessary because they had a way for you to do it. Kind of like, you know, Goldeneye and so on like that. You know, it's it's weird how, like, that never to meet their face. There's always going to be somebody out there who probably doesn't like old, you know, games in a sense. But for me, it's like they still always work. Like, I was playing Medal of Honor Underground the other day because I found a copy of it again. And I was like, man, I haven't played this game in years. And this game was pure amazing back in the day. I whipped that disc back in, you know, and it's like, I jumped back into it like it was yesterday. It was like, it was like, dude, this game holds up so well, plays awesome. I mean, granted, you know, it's got PlayStation 1 graphics, but that, once again, doesn't bother me. You know, it, it actually controls impressively well, and once again, it just totally works in its own way because that's the parameters it was set for, you know? Well, I think that's one of those things, we grew up with it, so that's probably the reason why we're able to go back. Mm-hmm. Where someone who didn't grow up would have trouble going back and playing something like GoldenEye. And there are some games you go back and they just don't hold up. And I think that, like you said, there are those that do. But I still think even the ones that do, they don't always... Like, I, I can't imagine a kid going back and really getting into, like, the, the first Mario Brothers. When, when he has new Super Mario Brothers or Mario Brothers or Super Mario Maker. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things, like, I could totally play that game and enjoy it still. But... After, you know, it's it's kind of like, I think, a kid, like, you put Star Wars A New Hope in front of a kid, or Guardians of the Galaxy, and kid's never seen either or. I think he's going to like Guardians of the Galaxy more, just because it's newer, it's shinier, and it pulls a lot from Star Wars. So when he goes to that, it's like, it's kind of slower, and it's kind of a little bit more toned down. What's going on here? Yeah, there is always that. It just, I think... You know, if you get somebody who is a pure, like, retro kind of artist, gamer, who enjoys the past, I think that, like, they might, they would probably be able to maybe enjoy those things in a certain way. Because the way I sort of look at it is, like, in a sense, that's what Atari was to, like, our generation. You know what I mean? It's like, technically, we didn't even grow up in the Atari era. But, I mean, even though that was, like, the first system I ever played, so it was, it was always there, because I guess being you know, poor, it's like Atari, it's like, you know, well, you don't have a, you don't have a Nintendo or a Sega, but right off the bat, but there's an Atari over here you can go play, oh, sweet, you know, like but, that kid who just, like, the PlayStation 3 just came out, and he just got, got a PS1. like, the finalized PlayStation 1, like, the sleek one that's small, right when PlayStation 2 came out, mm-hmm. 
That's who I was for many years. I was always the one who got the system kind of like right as something else was coming out. That's sort of when I got the other one. But, Time um, to play catch up. Yeah. yeah, I know. Nowadays it's like, I have the power and I will capture them all. Like, you know, the gotta catch them all Pokemon philosophy. But um, but that's sort of like how Atari was. And I, everybody that I knew was able to go back and really experience Atari in the 90s. Like it was, you know, something really cool. But I think retro game. I think at that maybe it was also at that time period. We just didn't have the choices that we have nowadays. Because that's I think the other thing that you kind of forget. You know, it, it's the similar argument as like the anime thing that like didn't matter what it was, you watched it and you loved it in the nineties because you were just grateful for whatever you got. I think it was kind of almost the same way of video games too, and that's why like we could enjoy like every single system. You know, Commodore 64, you know, Amiga, Apple II. Like, didn't matter what it was. It was all awesome. And I think, once again, it's just due to, like, you know, you know how many choices you had. Because even by 1995, I mean, granted, you had all kinds of ridiculous systems out at that point. You know, at the end of the day, it still isn't that much compared to nowadays, you know. You mentioned the anime thing. I, uh, just for the hell of it, like, because I see this My Hero Academia thing everywhere yeah so i'm like you know what let me see what this thing's all about i have a hulu account now i watched the first two episodes and i didn't hate it i'm like i just can't fucking get into this thing but i know if i saw it as a kid i would have totally loved it and short and simple of it i mean most people listening probably already know what it is but if they don't um basically the world it's kind of like x-men to an extent like the whole world is just naturally starting to have superpowers but it's also kind of satirical in the Mm -hmm. way you know some of the powers are like cool some of them are you know, it's like the people that don't have powers are more of a rarity. There's very few of those actual people. Main kid loves superheroes and he loves powers, but he doesn't have any. He's like one of the only ones, only one of the only kids in the school that doesn't. And there, people are trying to, you know, you can get a job being a superhero and you can be sponsored. So in that aspect, maybe it goes more at that because that sound, that in itself sounds interesting. Yeah, but that sounds but, pretty sweet when you sell it like that. But here's the thing, though. I mean, when you put it that way, yeah, that does sound interesting. But the first two episodes, I get it, it's the opening. Maybe i got to watch more of it. But the first two episodes are just totally the whole, like, I'm the only one at school, and there's my school bully who's so cartoonish and so mean to me, and he's going to be... And, like, you know, just the whole, like, you know, like, you know, just this kid who's just like, I'm the best in the... Like, that whole Gary-Ash dynamic, kind of. But only this guy's just, like, a fucking... You know, he's talking about he wants to be a hero, but he's more of a villain. And you know he's going to become a villain, because if you look at the box art on the... the, Or the, 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 the... the, the, the thumbnail or whatever you see there you see like a like one of those split views where it's like okay here's all the like heroes on one side all the villains on one side that guy's on the left side like all right so i know where he's going eventually mm-hmm. but it's one of those things like watching it i was just like yeah this is kind of going by a lot of the, the standard anime trope shit and it's just kind of hard for me to get into it i don't know there's a time i know i would have loved this thing but now i'm just like that's i know i guess i'm getting older because we talked about this before, like, oh, I grew up on this one, so that's why I can take it. But since it's essentially the same thing, just different packaging, it came out a little later. I'm like, yeah, not for me. Well, and I think that those, you know, the way that animes and mangas have always been designed is that they, they pick, like, a specific audience, a specific age range, and that's who it's for. And I, I think that's, as a Western audience, you kind of... You know, you look at a lot of shows and it's like, you pick something like Batman. Well, Batman's designed for practically everybody. You know what I mean? Like, they don't design... I mean, every once in a while they'll get, like, more of a, a more kiddier version of Batman or a more adult version of Batman. But for the most part, Batman's designed for the most widest range audience. You know what I mean? It seems like male, female, it doesn't matter if you're 10 years old or if you're, you know, 75. <laughs> Batman is designed pretty well for that. 
Where, like, in Japan, it's like, no, no, we get specifically into, like, what does a 10 to 14-year-old boy like? Not girl, boy. You know, we got, we got the girl show over here, but this is just for the boy. You know, and, and I think it's as well as ones you feel like as an adult, like, oh, there's a new anime, I should check this out. But you're like, well, you're not in the 10 to 14 category anymore, so it's technically not going to work for you. Well, as also, we talked about this before, they do that thing where, well, this is technically for adults because they swear and there's a little bit of blood. Like, no, 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 just... PG in Japan is RPG 13. That's like the only real thing. This is still a show totally aimed at kids. Their kids are just allowed to watch more, like a little bit more violence, a little bit more sexuality. It's not a big deal there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think there's just, it's just comparing the two together, kind of the Western side and like, you know, the Eastern and just like the different ways that they kind of go about it. But I always think that's the smartest way to do it. It's just to, like the Japanese ways. Like, no, we, 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 we put down exactly what a boy at the age of 12 totally like wants in life what he totally likes that's i mean that's where pokemon i think has always been so dialed in because that represents the 10 year old boy or girl like super well you know what i mean it's like they like collecting things at that age you know what i mean they want to kind of go out and like adventures around their house you know what i mean they want to you know you know to be the best at like whatever skill that they kind of are going after you know it kind of like brings that together they like animals you know what i mean like there's all these things coming together, like, and I think just getting that dialed in just to the psyche perfectly. Or Sailor Moon's a perfect example, too. It's like, that's what, you know, pretty much what, you know, what a young girl's always looking for. She wants to be, you know, with her cool friends, and they got secret powers that nobody knows about, and they're always, like, chasing after some guy that, you know, wears a tuxedo. Six years older than him. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, older way older than them. than them, but that's okay. Charles, he has a license! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and a cape. <laughs> Wasn't that the thing? Wasn't Tuxedo Mask? I, maybe I'm wrong here, but wasn't they weren't they like 14 or 15? Tuxedo Mask was like 20 or some bullshit. He's probably not that old. He's probably like 17. I think he's that old. Okay, maybe well, and he's I think that the, old. The, the, in Sailor Moon, it's like they're only like 13. It's like they look like they're like 16, but they're only like 13. It's kind of weird. I remember th- there's one thing that got really fucking weird. I acknowledged how fucking weird it was as a kid, but there's when the when the pink when when the pink. Uh, the little pink girl came in, who was actually their daughter from the future. Mm-hmm. When she came in and she started hanging around the uh, tuxedo mask guy, and and Sailor Moon's like, "Hey, let's go hang out." He's like, "No, no, we can't. Why? I'm hanging out with this little girl with pink hair." And it was just like, oh, "Okay." And she was like, "That little bitch with the pink hair is stealing my man." Would just be like, "Oh yeah, we're just hanging out." <laughs> We're just cooking dinner. We're going to the park. He's like, I'm sorry, I can't. I just need to spend time with this pink girl. And then it was just like, what? What? What the? F- Why? And then you find out, which even makes it a little bit more weird on top of that, like, that's the daughter of them from the future. And she knows who her parents are. But for some reason, she's like, I want to spend time with my daddy. Fuck you, ma. Fuck you. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just a little thrown off by that whole dynamic. I know. Obviously, that, like, affected somebody at some point in time. Someone had some issues they were trying to work out. Like, I love my dad, but fuck my mom. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Mini Moon, where's that coming from? Fuck you, mom! Go through my retirement! Oh, yeah, that was the other thing. She went, like, evil. It's just like... Here's the thing. I did... I, uh... I remember it just because it came on before Pokemon. But I remember the whole thing of, like... I was like, God, fuck this kid, because Amber, she got turned evil. Why? Like, your parents don't love you. 
Well, why not? Remember that time when you were running and you tripped and you fell and they told you not to fall and not to not to chase the frog or whatever the fuck? And like, you're right, fuck them! The world's gonna burn! <laughs> it's like, that's all it took? Yeah, that's all it fucking took. So sometimes that's just how it is. It's just that weird thing. I don't know. And people can say, people can say like, oh, well, you know, child, children are child. Children are temperamental and they can flip on a dime. I don't know about that fucking quick, you know. Like, yeah, they gave her a fucking mansion and a whole fucking superpowers, but God forbid, like, oh, we told you not to chase the fucking frog, but you chased the fucking frog, so that's why you fell. It's fucking raining. Use your fucking head. <laughs> and they talked to her that way. Like, smacked her upside the back of the head, like, you stupid bitch! <laughs> Maybe then I gotta get it. Give her some old-fashioned American, you know, child education here. <laughs> Here on the fucking moon, the moon kingdom, or wherever the fuck they were. Oh, yeah, they did go to the moon. Almost like Power Rangers. One Wasn't that the thing? Like, there was, like, there was the different kingdoms, and then, like, the moon was the big special one, and then, like, oh, all our spirits will send them to Earth or some shit. Yeah, it definitely went interdimensional, or not interdimensional, uh, intergalactic at some point, as that mm-hmm. show kind of went on. But, um, yeah. I don't know. All just those those weird little things you would never have questioned as a child because you well once again you were just grateful for I whatever was. you got. You're- <laughs> Here I am, like fucking six, like fucking like seventeen, eighteen years later. Like, what the fuck was with the fucking pink girl? <laughs> I don't know, just that weird thing. I, I don't know. I don't even know what to say about that one. But it's dialed in for a thirteen-year-old girl, as that show is, because obviously this all this stuff will relate. That's true. Technically, it's down there for a 13 year old boy as well, too. It's, it's, it's that weird kind of like it goes kind of both ways. I was talking to my girlfriend. I was, I think, I remember she watched Pokemon. I think she watched Sailor Moon. And I think we were just talking more about, like, oh, yeah, I remember it was just one of those things that was, it made me happy because I realized we both hated Ash. It's like, we both hated Ash? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, is there anybody out there who, like, really is like, dude, no, I'm, I'm really on Ash's side, like, the whole way. I mean, I, granted, yeah. everybody's like, I wish I was in Ash's shoes so I can make him make better decisions, but I think that beyond Ash that, Ash was though, a vessel, but it was, it, Ash was meant to be a vessel for the viewer, but it was just distracting by how fucking stupid he was. I, I guess it's, it's probably made for that one kid who's like, oh, I always fuck up every single day, and it's just <laughs> like, they're like, okay, Ash is gonna fuck up on Everything, everything he's gonna fuck up on. Because here's the thing: every kid's, you know, you know, screwed up at some point, right? You know, but how are we gonna capture every single mess up? Well, this character will have them all in one. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I mean? He, you know, just because you're a kid, it trips over your own shoelaces, you know, and you get bullied, and you can't seem to, you know, win at any sporting event, and you can't do this, and somehow, some way, though, you still seem to get a trophy at the end of the day. I'll say this: thinking back on it. um, I hated Gary not so much for the show, but just for the game. Because I was like, fuck that guy, I'm gonna straight up murder this bitch. Hey, at, least, then, get, at least Gary's getting shit done, though. That's all I got. Yeah, exactly. No, in the game, though, in the game, because, you know, that's even more of a, you know, your character your character is who you make him because he doesn't say anything, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was like, fuck you, man. I'm gonna prove you wrong. I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you. And then the show, Gary, it was just like, no, no, I empathize with Gary because, you know, it, it was almost like. I almost said not. Like, I almost said it was like a Karate Kid thing, but then again, there's no point where like sweep the leg, Gary. That never happened. So because he Gary always fought fair and square, so it's not the situation with that. But I guess there's that whole thing. Um, yeah, you know, Gary. Actually, Gary, in, in near the end of the near when I stopped near when I got near to I can't fucking talk today. 
when I was kind of getting done with the show, Gary was just starting to change and actually develop. But that's also when I was like, oh, I think I'm done with the show. Yeah, and I was starting to change, develop too, and you know, move on to other things. <laughs> <laughs> so become, it's like. I'm 12 years old. I'm a man now. Can't be watching these pokey shows. <laughs> Gotta go out and get a job at the factory. <laughs> <laughs> give me my, give me my, uh, give me my, my eight track and my, with my Bruce Springsteen album on it. Yes. You know, we're gonna start getting our union wages and cashing in our 401k. <laughs> Can't spend this eight bucks on a Pokemon card. I gotta get a can of chew now. Yeah, gotta be a man. But uh, it's almost like that. Almost really, as a parent, you'd be like, "Okay, here you do not want to be Ash. You actually want to be the Gary in life." Yes, he does look kind of like a douche, but here's the thing: he's successful. <laughs> you don't want to be Ash and stumble because here's the thing: in real life, if you trip over that many times, you ain't getting anywhere. I don't know what happened in the show with Ash and Gary as they went on. Because I remember right when I right as I was checking out of the show is right when they finished up the Orange Islands and they're going to go into the Gold and Silver. That's when I checked out. Um, and I want to say it was either right when Ash got back from the Orange Islands, he fought Gary, and Gary was no longer a douche. I was like, okay, Gary changed, but nothing else with the show has fucking changed, really. And then, actually, I, th- I think you might find this funny. Apparently, they took Brock out of the show because they thought Americans would find him offensive, like just a stereotype, just with the, you know, really squinty eyes. But they're like, oh, no, Americans actually want Brock back. Fuck this dude who, pa- who paints and traces shit. Yeah, that kid was Tracy or whatever his name was. Yeah, fuck Tracy. Yeah, fuck I just... This lo- Fuck this long-haired hippie fuck. Yeah, exactly. Brock. Bro- Brock, was, Brock was like... To me, I felt like Brock I, is actually more of the American character than anybody else. I mean, yeah, he's got the squinty eyes, but that, to me, makes him more American. People are like, oh, he looks just Japanese! Look at him! <laughs> looks, that's exactly how I always thought they looked. <laughs> you know, he's like, he's oh, jumping. he's a dude who's like, look, he's got a nice tan, he's walking around, you know, he's always cooking shit, you know, he breeds Pokemon and, you know, probably jerks off while doing it, you know, I mean, just look at him, you know, he's always <laughs> hitting on every chick that goes by, it's the ultimate American character. Jerking off on animals, yeah, while hitting on chicks, sure. <laughs> yeah, shit. He's, he's not judgmental. Well, the, the thing with Brock, though, is just like, because... I found myself liking Brock more than Ash. Like, Brock and Misty, I like them way more than Ash. And it was more of just kind of like... Because the whole thing, when you get... Th- we said this before on the show, but Brock was almost kind of like... Alright, this 18-year-old guy hanging out like this 14 and 16... These two 14 and 16-year-old kids. Literally, you mean <laughs> like, a 10-year-old and a 12-year-old. Is that how old That's like Ash Misty is 10 was? years old and oh. Misty's 12. Oh, oh, right. So that seems even weirder. Makes a little bit awkward, a little bit more awkward then, yeah. No, but like, just hanging out with these two kids while he's always looking to get pussy. And and he's like, I want to get my next badge. Like, dude, you realize this girl's fucking into you. She could buy a new fucking bike. (laughs) Yeah, she got money. (laughs) I know she she comes from, but she ain't poor. (laughs) She, (laughs) sure, she has this whole Raggedy Ann look going on, but trust me, she like, like, she comes from money. Her sisters run a fucking gym in Celadon City. Have you seen the real estate there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's one of those upper How many class towns, towns. It's one of those towns where everything has a swimming pool in it. <laughs> yeah. I know water's their thing, but come on. Not, not like Pewter City. <laughs> Believe me, oh, ain't nobody in a pool Pewter City. Pewter City was just like, you're all, where are you all going? To the rock quarry? Where are you going after <laughs> <Yeah>. that? <laughs> to the bar. <laughs> to the bar. That's, That's all we got. Here. I go there. Me and my Geo dude, we we mine for gold all day long. We don't get to keep that gold, but we sure mine for it all day long. And then we go back. 
you know, and go to the bar and repeat pr- the process until I hopefully either retire or die. That's just how it is. <laughs> the only band there is a, uh, is a, the only band there is a, uh, what's his name? Uh, is, fuck, what's, what's the Bruce Springsteen ripoff? What's that dude's name? With the Bruce Springsteen ripoff. What's that guy's name? I forget. I'm drawing a blank on the guy's name. We always we always talk shit on him. Uh, God, who's a Bruce Springsteen ripoff? I'm trying to think now. Let me tell you about Jack and Diane. Oh, so John Mellencamp. John Mellencamp. Like they don't, they don't even have like a Bruce Springsteen cover band. They just have a John Mellencamp cover band. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're not that good, but it's better than nothing. Let me take it. I mean, they haven't replaced the jukebox yet. We don't. It's not in the funding for this place. Exactly, and that's what Peter said. We can't get Wi-Fi out here. Like a family man, look, he's got like nine relatives that like he has to take care of. You know what I mean? Like the whole thing. Like, and plus, you know, because we're right by this mountain, and we're also right by this forest. We're kind of out in the middle of nowhere, so we don't really get good cell phone reception. Or Wi-Fi comes out here. Fucking Sonic or Xfinity ain't coming this way. So, shit. I mean, all we got is this John Millenbeck cover cover band. I love how Sonic's brought back because I haven't. I really never hear that one too often anymore. Oh, that I, one's all. That one's that one's all over San Francisco. Do, do they still keep that one? Like, God, it just like it felt like you used to see ads for it and everything like that, and then they're like, "Oh, we know our place. We know we got our one region left." Oh, it's all over the place out here, but it sucks. Was, this podcast. This podcast is proof of that. So. Yeah, well, it's probably uh, it's probably not cabled internet. It's probably. Um, telephone internet if i had a guess like dsl or mm. something so it only can max out at a certain amount mm-hmm. but yeah no like, i'm just thinking now about like pewter city is definitely a working man's town like that's the place you can't you, they don't they don't have like an art they don't have like an art uh fund for the school there it's just kind of like they just barely get by like the pride of the town is the football team either the football team or the gym those are the two prides of the town everything else yeah well, and since it's Japanese, it's probably more of a soccer team. <laughs> so it's baseball team, baseball team. Maybe. So you just or a baseball team too. There, there you go. There or a fishing group. You know, one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> there's no water though. There's no fucking water. They have to go to Celadon for that. No, that's true. There is no water there. So then there's well, there's that little like river that runs right <laughs> next to it on the way out of town. Well, that's the swimming hole, but we don't go in there. No, that just carries you away. Yeah, Phyllis was in there trying to catch a magic carp the other day. I said, no, never saw him again. God bless his soul. <laughs> Just one of those things, you know, you, you you go for a swim, go for a swim, go for a swim with old Mary down by the river, and next thing you know, it carries you away, and you never get to see Mary again, and it's just life. Life of Peter City. Just... <laughs> So I like how just Peter City just turned into this Bruce Springsteen song. <laughs> just like, you know. It's like, we gotta get out of this town. It's like they, they put Maybe. in a science research lab, but uh, do you see, we don't get any of that tax revenue from it. It all goes back to no, Cinnabar Island somehow, somewhere. It, it's privatized. <laughs> <laughs> they, said, they said you need him, he got a degree. Like, who the fuck around here has a degree to get into that place? This is a working man's town. We don't even, these fucking, we don't, the kids these, don't even go to school here. <laughs> these fancy college boys coming in with their white shirts. Ain't ever used the geodude to crush a rock in their life. Ain't never used push on nothing. No, they, they don't know. They don't even know the tactics of strength. They don't even or know. They don't even smash. know. They don't even know. They never even use cut on nothing. No, they, they've never seen a 
a mott champ evolve into a mott choke. It's a beautiful sight, it is. Something all of us look forward to. It's one of the few things we get to look forward to. <laughs> well, he says that I just imagine just all these old people just in unison just jerking off. <laughs> I'm choking, man. It's out of appreciation. It's nothing gay about it. It's out of appreciation for nature. Yeah, you know. Just like, you know, don't let us near one of them come fairies or something like that, you know. You, you get a boy who's been working in the mines for all his life, you put him next to a fairy, bad things are bound to happen. That's why they're really hard to find in the cave. Yeah. That's why they're so deep in there. It takes a minute to find those fucking things. Yeah, you know, they, they know how to hide well. They got reason for it. Look, there's only three women in town. I don't blame them. There's Jane, Mary, and other Mary. <laughs> Other Mary, she got a peg leg. So, I mean, that's like, that's like if you're a whole keg in, you know? Even with only three women in town, you're still like, now nah, go home and jerk off tonight. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, I'm fine, you know. I could stroke my onyx. It's okay. It's been, I know, it's been it's been two years for me, but still, I, I can I can wait just a little longer. Right? Don't worry about that, Mary. I'm good. Thank you, though. <laughs> Hobble on out of here now. See, that's why Brock's like, see, that's why he's the relatable character that he needs to go travel around the world. He's like, God, there's no fucking, oh my God, there's more women outside this fucking town. I don't have to, I, I think it was also like Brock's just like, I like how the whole thing with Brock's dad was, he's like, look, I went off to become a Pokemon trainer, but I just couldn't do it. So I've been watching from afar and watching my son raise my other sons and three daughters. Because <laughs> I ain't It's making me sad because I know those, da- cause those daughters ain't going anywhere, and they're one day going to be groomed to become the next Mary and Mary 2 and Sue. <laughs> I know that's not the names I gave them, but they'll change to that. That's just what happens in this town. <laughs> New woman! You're Mary 3! Well, see, that's the other thing too. Brock realized too. He's like, he's probably he's related to like ninety percent of people of Pewter City. (laughs) Is it like all the fucking like? I think it's like something like a bunch of the fucking animals in New Zealand are all just (laughs) like fucking inbred because they won't have nowhere else to go, and they're all just on this one spot. Yeah, it's just it's really not that big of an island. So it's just like it's just like oh man, I'm running out of options here. Shit. I got. I don't. I wasn't lived. I wasn't born to be. I wasn't born to be a god to live in this town. I'm a rabbit. I gotta spread. <laughs> you gotta spread your wings and fly. Huh, I'm a rabbit. I gotta spread. <laughs> spread my jeans. I can't remember. I gotta spread. What? I gotta spread. <laughs> got man spread. <sighs> no. Uh. I well that, that that's also funny because that dude just like look, I'm a sh- I've just been I've just been watching my own son raise children from bushes for the last couple years. I could have jumped in at any point, but I've been watching. And rather than helping my son out, I'm gonna help out this kid who I've never seen, and he's never seen me. But for some reason, I'm still wearing this beard. And and then, because that was the thing, he came in, like, he ripped the beard off. It's me. You're, he just looks like a taller version of Brock when he comes out. He <laughs> He's got, like, two little off. wrinkle lines by his eyes just to show that he's older. <laughs> he's distinguished, that's how. 
and everything he could have done, he's all like, I could have just come up to my son and tell him I love him and I'm sorry for everything and try and do this and try to do that. But instead, he's all just going to watch from a distance like, yo, I'm going to tell you how to f- make that guy's life a little harder. <laughs> First, got to take this fucking rat thing and strap it to a water wheel. Yeah, well, I mean, I got this job the other day that said, hey, if I could turn some water, I could get some cash, but, you know, I ain't doing it myself, but this Pokemon will come in handy. So this kid, kid, I need you to stand and walk on this thing for hours on end, okay? I mean, yeah. I know I was paid to do it, but, uh, you look young and nimble. <laughs> no, young, young. That's the whole thing. He was just like, shit, that was my job. I didn't think about that, because, yeah, he talked him into pushing the water wheel thing and having electricity generated in the Pikachu. So now I'm just thinking, like, wow, that was... He's like, I got it. I got it. I, I got a scheme, but I, it's got to all pay off right now. Just so a gonna... stupid 10-year-old boy. <laughs> it's easy to goad into shit. You challenge him about, like, you can't do it. Yes, I can! All right, then, go into that fucking haunted mansion, but leave everything here. Really? Yeah, everything here. Only way you can really do it. Okay! He's gonna fucking die. (laughs) Just bully him into doing whatever you want. I feel like you could just bully Ash into anything. Just tell him he can't do it. And somehow he will, not through skill, but someone would feel bad for him. Like, oh, well, you know what? You technically lost, but, uh... Your Pikachu smiled and wait. You held the door open for me on my way in. (laughs) Well, you know what Ash really is at the end of the day, and this sort of relates to an older episode, if anybody does remember. But is he's he is like the whining Willy character's like mascot at the end of the day, because that's that is almost like the exact Ash. That is the target audience for Ash is a whining Willy at school. You know, as we said before, you got a jerk off Johnny, who's mostly that poor kid who's always doing crazy things, like a Kenny character from South Park. Well, Wine and Willie's the other kid who's, you know, no matter how he tries, he seems to always slip on his face, no matter where he goes. You know, he's got friends, but you know, his friends watch him fall down the stairs and point and laugh. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, they, they want to be the best of friends, but they just go like he just sets himself up left and right for a joke, and you know, after a while, it's just too easy to take the you know, the proactive position and just go with it. Here's the thing, dude. It's like, I don't want to make fun of him, but of all the flavors, he really chose the pink popsicle. How, how can I let this slide by? It's 1996. Yeah. It's, it's, this ain't going to work out. You know what I mean? (laughs) Now you can grab a pink popsicle. No one thinks anything of it. No, no, you you could totally do that nowadays, but dude, 1996. Ooh, you're And make hard eye contact while you do it. And people applaud you. But now it's, but back then in 96, like, dude, 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 you, you're just opening yourself up for a joke. Don't let the jock see you. Yeah, especially don't let the jock see. I mean, everybody's there's a lot gonna, of anybody's there's a lot gonna of make fun up closeted you. rage in there. Funny you, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you you gotta be careful there. But that's exactly who the, the like Ash represents the whining willies of you know the schoolyard more than anybody else. You know, the kids that, like, they try their best, but boy, do they just set themselves up left and right. I mean, so much so that the yard duty's cracking jokes on them. <laughs> just like, just like, look, we're pretty broke, but we're not Billy's mom broke. Ah, sorry, Billy. And Leave those food stamps at home. Lunch lady gets to get paid. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know? It's one of those kids just to get made fun of, you know, where it's just it's just not it's just not panning out for him. That's the teacher saying that shit. <laughs> <laughs> huh. does, does Brock's dad 
finally take over as a father after Brock decides if yeah, he, that's what he I thought. I, I, can't, I can't remember exactly how that episode ended. I was thinking like, I think that's what happened. Where you just go like, oh, good, Brock's gone. I can go back out to the woods. Mary, Mary, Mary too. You're taking over now. You're now the father. <laughs> but I'm, I'm a woman. No, you're a man now. <laughs> you're the oldest. Here, put on this pair of Wranglers. Put on your cowboy boots and get ready to go to the mine. You ever see that Mulan movie? You know how she pretended to be a man? Well, that's your job now, but you never let anybody know. You never let go of that secret. Same thing like the coal miner's daughter. That too. Yeah, see, I went down to the GNC and I got you some testosterone pills. Here, start taking these. (laughs) It'll help you. You're going to need that muscle so you can lift the rocks if you're Geodude right by your side. Oh, one more thing. Just throws in a tape deck of, like, John Mellon. Best of but John Mellencamp. (laughs) <laughs> Here's a John Mellencamp one. I hear that John Denver cover band might be coming to town. <laughs> but till then, you're going to have to do with this. Sorry, I'm taking the Bruce Springsteen Nebraska one with me. <laughs> End Darkness on the Edge of Town. You know the second You know the second his dad came in? He's just like, all right, I'm going to be a dad now. You go live your life, Brock. He says, okay, I need a minute. You know, he went into his room. He just closed the door, closed the blinds. And just, like, quietly wept of joy and then slowly put on, like, you know, Badlands by Bruce Springsteen. Like, gotta escape from these Badlands! Like, that song. <laughs> just totally did. Just, like, had a moment or whatever. Yeah, and just, like, his whole life. Just like, ah, oh, I'm gonna travel with this ten-year-old boy and his yellow rat. <laughs> it's coming true. It's finally happening. <laughs> you know... Could you just imagine if you went out in life and you just, like, followed a 10-year-old boy and just be like, I just want to see where this goes. I know that sounds creepy as fuck when you say it like that, but, like, <laughs> but no, no, just think about it. Like, what, no, no, let's say it, like, in a more, like, like, let's take the creepiness out of it, but it's more just like, I'm going to follow this 10-year-old boy and just see where his life takes him, like, because God knows what. Maybe, maybe he will actually, like, conquer something. Like, maybe this is just, like, a science experiment more than anything else. Like, I just wanted to see what he does, all right? And I like there was even that point where Brock, for a minute, was like, you know what? I'm going to settle down. I've been chasing all the Nurse Joys, all the Officer Jennies. I keep on getting pepper spray, but it doesn't matter because my eyes are always closed anyway. So I'm going to sit down for a minute. Uh, Professor Oak's new assistant or whatever, she's an older woman, but fuck, she knows what she's doing. She's a scientist, so she knows her biology. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hanging out here for a minute. Yeah, kids, go have fun with the artist guy at those islands or whatever the fuck it is you're going to do. Uh, go shoot targets instead of actually making these things fucking fight each other. All right. I'm just going to be over here. And they come back and he's just like, yeah, I got to go. I'll come back with you. Why? I got a restraining order. <laughs> yeah. One of those ones like, uh, yeah, I, I need to be out of the country for a while. <laughs> I just, I'm just going to wait for the heat to blow over. You know, it's the one time I'm actually running away from officer Jenny. Shit. You're going to Johto. Let's go. Let's go. Hurry up. <laughs> you got to cross the fucking waterfall to get back. She ain't coming down that. <laughs> We got to, once we crew, they're, 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 that is, um, that's out of their jurisdiction once we pass the border. What what happened to Tracy? Ah, uh, nothing. Uh, he must have fell in the water and, you know, went down that pewter city river. Yeah. I think he, I think you're, like, you don't have that Lapras anymore, do you? No, that's what I thought. No, Lapras had to make a sacrifice. We understood, you know? <laughs> <laughs> We've both been down that path before and, you know, we, we knew this time was coming. You know, remember when you set Butterfree free? Well, it was kind of like that, except for Lapras wasn't... Lapras was taken on a mission that there was no coming back from. Well, like, do you let 
You let set Charizard free for some stupid fucking reason. Yeah, like this. Dumb fuck. I mean, I understand why. In the, in the hindsight of writing, it's like, all right, well, we got to make room for new characters to come in the show. But it was like, as soon as this thing got good and started to obey him, they're like, okay, bye. Like, oh, you dumb fuck. Well, it's like Charizard, really, it's like, okay, Pikachu's always used as, like, the mascot, but who's really, like, the other mascot of Pokemon is Charizard. He, he's, like, the, the manly mascot of Pokemon. You know what I mean? He's, like, the one that everybody wishes they were, you know, at the end of the day. Because no matter what, who doesn't like Charizard? If somebody says they don't like Charizard, they're just saying that just to not be in the same page as everybody else. But at the end of the day, it's like Charizard represents, like, everything awesome. <laughs> Well, he's just a fucking dragon. I mean, you don't even... All right, because every so often you'll look at something like, okay, that looks like something a Pokemon. This is just a badass-looking dragon. So it's just like, hey, man, it's, it's you know... I mean, I mean, Blastoise looks cool. Venusaur looks cool. Yeah. Charizard. It's like... Eh, I don't know. Charizard's always my go-to. It's like... It's just one of those ones. It's just, it's just that cool. I mean, like, sometimes it's like you feel like you want to choose something else because you just want to be different or something. Have you know, be, be your own unique butterfly in life, but... At the end of the day, you can't deny that a fire-breathing dragon is not the coolest thing. You know? I just like the idea of, like, these ten-year-old kids running around with, like, these fucking weapons of mass destruction as pets. Yeah, exactly. You know, just danger, danger. Well, it's like, when I think of, like, the Chinese, like, calendar, you know whoever put that together, their birthday was the year of the dragon. There is no... Oh, fuck yeah, dude. There's no way around it. You know, it had to nothing, went. nothing even gets close to being as cool as a dragon on that thing. It's like, there's not even like other, it's like, not like there's like Bigfoot on there or like some <laughs> wild guy. Or... It's the year of the unicorn, yeah. Well, here's, a, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Gigantopithecus, where has he come from originally? China. So it's not out of the question for Bigfoot to be on the Chinese New Year. Well, here's the thing. Well, okay. You know that it was just one of those things like, Bro, what's your birthday? Uh, um, like, 2 AD. Fuck, that's my birthday too! Oh, let's make it a fucking dragon! Yeah, fuck yeah, bro! And you know, they're making this fucking thing. They're getting all amped up. And then up. they're like, oh, dude, what about Chang downtown? Yeah, dude, he was born like three years later. Like, yeah, dude, that guy's a fucking asshole. You know what? He's gonna be the rat. <laughs> He's a fucking rat. Yeah, fuck Chang. What about, uh... What about uh, Yin? Yin? Oh, Yin's cool, but, you know, it's like, it's, he's a different birthday than us. What's the next best thing? Uh, Tiger. Yeah, Tiger's fucking awesome. Yeah. Give that to, yeah. What, right. what about what Little about, Wang? Uh, oh, yeah, Little Wang, yeah. He's kind of like our younger little, he, he's kind of like us, but he's just younger. Make him the snake. Snakes are cool still, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he seems a little shifty. We'll give him a snake. We'll make him a snake, and then they get to something neutral. Like... Hey, so what's, uh, what about Frank? Well, or what about, what about, what about, what about, <laughs> what about old conqueror Frank? <laughs> the one white guy in town. Yeah. Well, you, you know, know, he's, you know he's always coming around spreading his Jesus on us. <laughs> he's always trying to throw Jeep crosses at us. And <laughs> like then, he's in well, Castlevania or some shit. <laughs> just throwing crosses at people. <laughs> he swings on by on a whip. I got, I don't know what that guy, you know, don't let him near any of the rice wine shit. <laughs> Well, you know what? I mean, I want to give him something bad, but the thing about Frank, he carries this, he has the same birthday as Zhao. Fuck. Well, we got to break even on this one. Um, How do you feel about dogs? Oh, dogs can go either way. You know, you can call you someone like... You can eat a like, dog or you can pet a dog. <laughs> it goes either way here. So yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> You know, that, that's just how I feel. It's like, I just, whenever I look at that calendar, I go, it's either one of two things. I feel like they should either have not had the dragon so that it doesn't seem so, like, overbalanced or under, or underbalanced, I guess. You know, though, granted, I'm, I'm the year of the dragon, so I'm not fucking complaining, but, um. 
<laughs> or I'm a fucking rabbit, so. <laughs> You should, you should go to China one of these days. Be like, you know what? I'm blaming all my problems on being this year of the fucking rabbit thing. Well, rabbit's not. Well, the rabbit, I think, is a neutral one. Yeah. I, uh, I think rabbit's neutral. It's not like, you know, a fucking. I, I don't know. I don't, it's not a rat. It's not a. Boar. I don't know. Like, what? Well, the boar is kind of cool, I guess. I don't know. It depends. It'd be like, you, you, if you're like a guy who works out all the time, be like, yeah, man, you're the boar. I get it. But if you're an but overweight you police officer, you probably hate being the boar. I don't want to be a boar. Uh, I also wonder if you're like, if you're uh, a Chinese you're just a knew where I was going. I was born a pig. I became a pig. I look <laughs> like a pig. I just embraced my destiny. The older I get, the more I start looking like a character off of Duke Nukem 3D. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, I got these two teeth to just keep growing upwards. I should see a dentist, but fuck it. No, um, there's also uh, got me thinking, like, what about, like, you have a girl who's, like, born on the year of, like, the rat or the boar? She, does that does that just kill her self-esteem, or does that just make her go, like, no, fuck that. I'm gonna prove these motherfuckers wrong. Next thing, she's, like, an Instagram model, like Amanda Kearney or some shit. Well, you never know. It could go that way. Well, technically, there's, there's, there's not like there's, like, I know we think of it like an animal. They, they all have their own, like, you know, pros and cons to every single one of them, even though I really want to say the dragon has very little cons. <laughs> I want to say the dragon's, say- like... It's like, oh, well, what's his con? Well, he's, he might be a little bit cocky and overzealous, but beyond that... <laughs> I want to say I read, the dragon, I read the dragon thing, and it kind of matched up with Vegeta's personality. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's literally like... So, like, whatever, you know, cons Vegeta has, which is, like, kind of few and far between, you know... He, he, he's just full of himself, yeah, and he's he... kind of a dick, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, he also he is one of the best done. guys ever, so he gets shit done, so, uh... I guess he, he he's earned being a dick. Yeah. So that's that's the, that's the dragons. So that's one of those things when you hear like, I don't I don't remember. I mean, I th- Chinese uh, zodiac is cooler than the uh, the uh, the uh, what, what's the what Greek one? The, the Greek one because the the, the what's we call it? Hierat uh, like fuck. What's it actually called again? Oh, uh, zodiac. Uh, it's, isn't there another name other than the zodiac? Or I thought it was something else. Maybe not. Well, mine is the Gemini. Is it Gemini? I don't, so, no, Capricorn. Cap, Capricorn. And Capricorn's like a goat fish. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> what part of like... It's like upper body goat, bottom part fish. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? How, how's this thing get by? I'm like, I have no purpose! So yeah, like I got Scorpio in that one too. So you combine Scorpio and Scorpion's Dragon together. Cool. I feel like, dude, that's just like a fucking supervillain right there. It's like, that's badass. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, Scorpio's another rat, one that really could... doesn't have any like... The negatives of Scorpio is always like, oh, well, you know full of himself, you know, it's just like small things like that. It's like, oh, well, that's not really that bad. Some of the other ones, it's like, you know, he never gets shit done, always slips and falls on your face. It's just like, well, God, that's not helping me out. Yeah, you know, well, you you chose to be, I don't know, whatever these other fucking ones are. Can't remember exactly. <laughs> yeah, Gemini, I there's Capricorn, can- there's Taurus. Cancer, with can- yeah, there's can- cancer just doesn't cancer sound good this day crowd. and age. <laughs> well, I- I'm wondering, here's just me guessing. I'm, I'm totally fucking guessing. And people might say, Ryan, you're a fucking idiot. But I've not looked into this. This is just me assuming. I'm guessing the word cancer comes in the aspect of like, man, look at these fucking crabs. Or they call them maybe cancer. It's hard to get rid of these fucking, ca- these fucking things. So I think it's like maybe a it's cancer. One of those... Well, no, I'm thinking it's like one of those things like, they, maybe that's what they called crabs back then, cancer. And they're like, can't get rid of these fucking things. And then you say, man... 
this this thing killing you. It's like a fucking crab that you just can't get rid of. Oh, they used to call that cancer. Oh, okay. I think that's almost how it got there, because you see a picture, you're like, I'm a cancer, and you see a picture of a crab. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they fucking... Multi- you see pictures of, like, beaches, just these things multiplying. Maybe they're just yeah. like, oh, man, we got, got another cancer invasion. These things coming in, like, fucking... Clipping us while we fucking sleep. Fuck these things. Yeah, it's just like when you go to spend the night at Mike's house and you sleep on his couch, and next thing you know, you wake up with crabs all over you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, shit. I mean, I don't mean to sleep over there, but sometimes you get a get a little bit too into the old, you know, rye, or you get a little bit too old, the old wine there, and you're just saying, you know, next thing happens, you wake up naked on Steve's couch or Steve. Believe Mike, it or not, God, I can't remember. <laughs> bad, bad being around, bad being naked around a bunch of crabs. Just saying that right now. Yeah. One nut Willie. Well, we don't explain need to explain how that happened, do we? I mean, he likes to say it was a lobster to make the story seem a little bit more dignified. <laughs> <So> impressive. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe, maybe know. it's one of those ginglers, in... one of those giant evolved crabs walking around. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking kingler. No, the, the, the crabs all say oh, crabs just kind of freak me out. I'm even kind of at the point like. I don't know. I, I feel kind of weird just eating them, not out of out of like a out of a out of a like oh humane thing, but I, I just feel weird eating them because essentially they're giant bugs. They're just giant water bugs mm-hmm. when it gets down to it. So I just the idea of like seeing like this gross like thing like, <laughs> like foaming at the mouth, these little pincer things, like that is getting fucking eaten. That, I don't know. It's just one of those. You know what I mean? Well, if you think about it, like think of like a scorpion was about the exact same size of a crab. It would probably be like the exact same like body style. You know what I mean? You would, I'm wondering if you would crack like, open a scorpion, scorpion, you know, just eat out. It's like, you know, meat in there and everything like that. And take the, you know, it's tail and stab your buddy with it. Be like, oh, you got fucking poison. <laughs> like, dude, thing you cover his mouth, it's okay, like, dude. It's boiled. Come- it's okay. We threw it in there alive. Just cover his mouth. He's like, shh, shh. Just stab him in the chest with the fucking score stinger. No, but like, uh, um, no. Here's what I wonder though, because I've I've seen like crabs and lobsters dissected from working at a restaurant. So it's one of those things. It looks, you know, you see just like, oh look, crab meat. Oh, it's good. But then you see them actually dissected. You see organs and guts and all that kind of stuff. It looks super fucking weird and super alien. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's just they were just bright. Colors. I remember there was one crab the one time. I just, I mean, it's been, this is like going like almost 11 years ago, but I remember seeing this one crab get dissected. It just, it was super weird. So it was all these different organs. It was like bright neon colors. I want to say blue. And maybe my imagination's filling in some of the blanks. So I just remember it being like not looking like what I expected it to look. Yeah. No, it's, and it's different. And one of those things of like, it's, I guess we mainly eat the legs. I'm just imagining somebody trying to eat a fucking scorpion now. Like, would that have the same texture? Like, if it was, like, say it was a big-ass scorpion. Not, like, a little, like, tiny one. Like, a big-ass, like, somehow you got one the size of a fucking, like, coconut crab. Mm-hmm. Which, that's a fucking real thing. That's freaky to think about. Yep. And, um, you say you got one the size of a coconut crab. You boil that thing. You bust that shell open. Aside from all the guts... Would it have that same kind of like texture? You know, I'm kind of wondering that. You, know, you probably could eat a scorpion. I can't see why not. If it was big enough. You know, what I mean, because you can eat a lot of other insects. And technically, I know people do. I see them inside of tequila. I see them inside of tequila lollipops. So I know you can. Yeah, because you know, it's like technically insects are like one of those ones. It's like a very good source of protein. It's kind of like that that one source of protein that nobody ever brings up, but it's actually, you know, like it's it's the kind that if you're ever in the woods, no matter what. 
you you can never starve because there's always insects to find, even if you have to dig down deep. I mean, go back to like you know Timon and Pumbaa logic and just look around. I was just about to say, just Lion King it. <laughs> exactly, but that's I remember like I in like one of those like How to Survive in the Woods books from like back in the day. I remember one that talked about it's like there's anybody who dies out there from starvation, they were just too fucking lazy to like look for insects. That's the key thing. You know, it doesn't matter where you are. That's the that's how you're gonna survive. That or just avoid the bears on, like, the grizzly man. Oh, yeah, but, you know, that's... He's more talking <laughs> about, like... That's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. That's definitely not man dying docu- from starvation. Let's say that. <laughs> I just love that grizzly man documentary. It's just one of the funniest things ever. I know. They, it's just the thing, like, oh, he's my buddy. They're my friends, you know? The bears look like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? God, this asshole shows back up again. He wants to stroke us, you know what I mean? And try to pick out their... Insects on our back that I'm saving for winter. I want to say it was Bill Burr that was like talking about that. And he was saying like, "God, he's just a guy who was just in the closet. He couldn't face it. He really just couldn't." So he's like, "I'm going to go out in the woods and hang out with bears." <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, "No way, that guy at some point didn't try to fuck a bear." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Plus, because you hear him talk, and he says like. Man, I wish I wish I was gay, but I just I just can't. Just I just, I like women too too much. I just, I just I just like them too much. I I can't be I can't be gay. Just like uh, all right, be, be like that guy in Super Troopers, <laughs> got the bear costume. <laughs> I don't remember the part in Super Troopers. What part was was that Farva or someone yeah, else? Yeah, it's one of the guys out in the woods, and it's like they're, they're kind of disturbing. It's like there's a guy out there fucking a bear, and he's got like this costume. It's got like a bear strapped to the front of it, and then he's got to he's got to run away for some reason. I can't remember why. So he's like carrying the bear. Like <laughs> I forgot that part. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, shit. <laughs> there's actually there's this. another good movie of this year that I kind of forgot about. Super Troopers too. I guys, I, I gotta watch that one before we do our top ten or top fifteen, whatever it ends up being. Yeah, I know. I keep there's a list of movies I gotta get caught up on. I know that's I'm, my, my goal right now is to start to catch up on them all right now as January comes to. a... I feel like I'm pretty close. So I only I only have a handful of movies left, but um. Yeah, I don't want to talk about really any movies we've seen recently. I just want to save that for that show. But I will say this for your list: uh, check out uh, "Sorry to Bother You" by Boots Riley. Check that one out. Oh, yeah, I gotta put that one. I forgot about that one movie, because that movie just barely came to, like, any cinemas. Yeah, no, that one, I'll say this without spoiling it, that's one of those movies that, um, it starts off as one thing, and it kind of lightly peppers out, like, oh, I can see this going in a weird, dark direction, but then it goes this other direction, and you're, like, the third act, like, whoa, what the fuck, where did that come from? So, yeah, check that one out. Yeah, that's definitely one to put on the list there. But um, I know, getting, getting close to that moment, that, that fun old time of the year where you got to reflect on everything you watched so far and all the good times. Yeah, so, God, crazy thing in 400. I mean, I guess technically 401 or 402 if we don't count episodes just crapped out just because of the recording equipment or whatever. Yeah, we only really have lost, like, technically one episode, I think, because everything, I mean, we've lost partial parts of episodes, but we only lost one. There's, there's just that the, that one that we tried to record on our cell phone that just did not work out. It recorded for, like, well, five driving, minutes, and that was it. Driving back from seeing Seven Psychopaths in Modesto. Yep, the old Seven Psychopaths episode. <clears throat> One of those ones, but beyond that, though, it's kind of a you know when you really do think about it, it's like yeah they, they they've all made it and so on, so that's always kind of neat, you know. And with the exception of like this last month, we've kind of always did one. Not to stroke our own dicks here for a second, but with the exception of this last month, we've actually put one out like every week. Just this last month, it's just been like we missed one or one one or two weeks. Which, but I mean, out of 
400 i mean come on well that and you know it, i always say it's like if we missed a week we probably have done some weeks where we did three on a week so it kind of equals itself catches out. up making that <laughs> making up for it just well you guys missed this week well remember three years ago when we put out four episodes in one week yeah there you go who's the asshole now <laughs> there's our credit for that it's yeah. like a credit system no no that's what it is you know it's kind of weird is the other day um Speaking of like Christmas and so on, I guess you could say since kind of post it, but there was this. Um, I went to go see in theaters Christmas Vacation, and I was like, dude, this is gonna be amazing! National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation in the cinema. And sadly enough, it was the worst movie theater experience I ever had. It was oh. the most rambunctious group of adults, no children, no teenagers. So much so that, like, I literally almost got in a fight with a guy. Like, a guy was in my face oh, when I told him. Well, I, I told people to shut the fuck up. I, I kind of went from, like, zero to ten. Like, I didn't really have any – it was just, like, it was so bad. It was just, like, these people were – they were, like, talking during the movie, saying lines before they happened, talking about shit that had nothing to do with the movie, you know, all the problems and so on. I mean, it was, like – you know, and the worst part, too, is, like, generally, you know, in a movie, you get those people that are talking – and you can mostly be like, yo, could you guys calm down or could you guys p- please be quiet? And they mostly are, you know, golden. And then you also kind of have that recognition from the rest of the people in the audience. They're like, fuck, yeah, somebody said something. I was about to go down there and do something, but, you know, you know me. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so, and but this is the problem is I just noticed with, like, older movies, I started, like, the last handful of movies, I had to tell somebody to shut up about every single film. I had to tell, so, I had to tell a fucking older couple to shut up during fucking 2001 A Space Odyssey. I had to tell some teenagers to shut up during the labyrinth. Now, oddly enough, teenagers take it a lot better. Teenagers and children, you tell them to be quiet, and unless they're like a ginormous pack of them or something like that, they mostly are all good about it. They're like, oh, sorry, man, you know. But Well, there's still, there's, I think the reason for that is because they're still like technically children, so they're kind of used to ha- like having a teacher. <laughs> they're like, used to like an old man yelling up, at them like, God, that old man with a beard behind us like started fucking yelling at us. And then, and then, like, where you get, like, an older person who's just like, I live the life. You think I'm going to take some shit from you? Well, that's what it was. It's like, I think you get the older people, and they just don't, they're like, ah, what? Be quiet. And it's just like, yeah, like, yeah you guys have to be quiet. But I think what it is is that the downfall of so sort you- of classic movies is that people kind of go in there, and they just assume that they're, like, fucking watching TBS or something at, like, fucking Aunt Sally's Thanksgiving birthday party. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, like, it's just Thanksgiving on, birthday party. It's, like, literally just Aunt on Sally's in the annual Thanksgiving birthday party! <laughs> well, you know, she was born the same day. It's just gonna happen. But, um... Though I guess it rotates every single year to a Thursday. So is her birthday. I don't know why that is, but... <laughs> but it, I think it's just one of those ones, so people, like, almost, like, go into classic movies, and it's like, you know, and it's like... I just kept seeing it. It was like it was getting progressively worse with some of those ones. You know, it's like many of those movies throughout the year. It's like I never have to say something during mostly a new movie, but for some reason, those older movies, people just, I just go like, well, I saw the movie before. What? You, you never seen it? It's like, well, fuck. I've, yeah, I have seen the movie multiple times, but I've never seen it in fucking theaters, and I want to watch that experience, you know? And this one was the one where it's just like, because most of the time, once again, you know, every single time we've ever told somebody, like, hey, could you guys be quiet? Will you say it nice? Or you go, hey, shut the fuck up. Doesn't matter, like, how you say it. it. Mostly, they stop. Everybody's grateful in the theater, and it all works out. Boom. Not this one. This is the one where you're outnumbered. Where you're outnumbered, where you realize that the assholes were the majority of the people there. Now, granted, there were still probably a bunch of good people, because clearly, I, you know, there was, you know, over 10-plus complaints that were given to the theater after this because of, like, the rowdiness of these people. So it's not – I wasn't the only one in the boat, but at the same time, the rowdy people were definitely outweighing it. And this is the problem, too. 
the pe- everybody was fucking hammered. That doesn't help the cause. You know what I mean? Like, a guy walks in there, he's like got like a baby stroller carrying his popcorn. He's like, ah, what's Fuck. going on, Bill? Bill! And he like spills it over. He's like, oh, look at that. How fucking you spilled it. It's just like, oh, jeez. Like, I already kind of felt like I know. I, I The movie hasn't even started, and I know what I'm getting into. It's going to be terrible. You know what I mean? It It's one of those ones where it's just like, there, there's nothing good that's going to come from this. You know? And. God, it was just one of those ones, like, just, you t- you have such a good movie like Vacation, or Christmas Vacation, and you just have these people just, you know, also probably a comedy doesn't help either. I'm definitely going to say, you know, if you went and saw Schindler's List, I don't think you'd have that same problem. But... <laughs> well, Bill, I'm just like, going to watch some Jews die, yeah, Bill, you know me. Like, and, and, bring, and then they get the little ones along for this one. And then fucking people are getting up and going for beer runs fucking like three, four times during the movie. And it's like almost like the example of like, this is almost kind of why. That theater serves beer? That theater serves beer? Yeah, they do at Angel's Camp. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, an Angel's Camp. Oh, I was thinking the other one. You were seeing all these retro movies at like a riverbank. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They started showing them at, River, or at uh, Angel's Camp, so it was like a little bit shorter drive. So it's almost like the example of like why beer probably shouldn't be presented at, at the movies is because once again, unless there's a security guard, yeah, unless there's a security guard. Cause here's the thing: ninety percent of people can't handle alcohol. That's that's just the given. You know what I mean? Most people just don't know how to handle it properly. Because even if a, a theater doesn't serve alcohol, you've always seen those Applebee's bros stumble on in, and that's never a good experience either. So mm-hmm. you know, it's just it's just one of those ones where it's just like, oh god, this is so you got drunk people, you got assholes, you got people, everybody fucking knows each other. Oh, it's just it was so bad that I got to the point where I'm like, you know what, I'm not fucking doing this again. I probably won't go see a, a classic movie in theaters unless it's something super obscure and old that I know nobody's going to show up to, or if anybody does, it's going to be fine. Fuck it, I bought my own projector instead. I'm doing I'm, I'm doing my own classic movie theater. <laughs> Just getting old film reels, yeah. Yeah, I got a digital projector, so I'll just do blue, oh, there you do go. Blu-rays Took and shit. DVD player. But um, no, now, the, the, so like, how did how did it happen? You just said shut the fuck up. You got up in the guy's face. You guys almost fought. Well, I told like, well, because I, I was doing the thing where I was just like, dude, it's like God, could you guys please shut the fuck up? And like, there's this lady who was like, she's like, honey, you gotta calm down. I'm like, yo, lady, shut the fuck up too. And when his guy's like, what'd you say, to my wife? What'd you say, to my wife? I'm like, hey, hey, hey I want to fucking watch the movie. I told your wife to be calm. You know, and the guy was like, oh, oh, and then he like, you know, he, after he kind of freaked out, he sat down because he knew he had no power. But at the same time, I realized, I'm like, shit, if things go down in this theater, like, I'm, the, I'm the fucking minority here. I'm like a black guy at a Klan's rally right now. It's like, <laughs> shit, this ain't going to work out so well. I better not take my hood off again. <laughs> <laughs> did they, did anything else happen after that right there? No, it just like was one of those. One, it was one of those ones where bit, I realized, still... like, it, it, it was like a, a, a battle that I would never win. It was just one of those theater experiences that, like, once again, I was not the majority. These people had the fucking upper hand on it, and even if there was other people in there that were on my side, they were still once again not powerful enough against this like army. Well, I can see something like if, if it was one of those situations where the lady started getting lippy with you, I could totally see Laura turning around, start to take off her rings, take off her earrings, like putting on like a Danielson bandana, just ready to go to war with this bitch. Oh, that's what it was getting to. It's like, it was literally like, we were ready to throw punches at people. I was like, fuck it. I don't give you a fuck. You guys did not the tag team this whole fucking uh, movie theater. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be like the, it's going to be like the end of watch. It's going to be like the end of Kingsman 2. Just the two of you just doing like this crazy fight. Oh, that's totally what it would have been like you know what i mean it would have been like even like kingsman one when they're in the fucking you know church 
It was just like I, I was ready. I was ready to fight in the, like the theater. You know what I mean? I was gonna fight for my movie freedom. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna go down. I didn't give a fuck. You know, but it's yeah. to the point where it's just like, dude, it's just like if I have to, if I'm the one, if I'm paying money and I have to be the security guard too at the same time, like, I don't think I'm gonna. It's like, nope. You know what? Fuck it. I'm doing it myself. I'm doing my own movie theater where I don't have to see any of these fucks, and I can show whatever movie I want. And yeah, so I got myself a new projector. It fucking it looks fantastic. You know, granted, I really need to put it outside and it's fucking freezing right now. So, you know, I don't know what you're going to watch at the moment. But... Eventually. But eventually it's going to be awesome. Alamo, Alamo Draft House is pretty good about not talking. Whenever I go see a movie there, there's, they're really good about not talking. You know, the it's a little bit more expensive, of course. But, like, shit, if it means not having, if it means, like, not letting kids in the theater and having it, like, just be God, it's, quiet. This is the worst it, part about it, too. It's, like, children and teenagers are lots of times much better than fucking adults and old people. Ironically. I don't know why that is. I don't, not, not always. Not I don't, always. Why don't not you go always. see I mean, Ghosts like, in the Shell? If, if, you, get, if go- you get a teenage mm-hmm. gang in there, then you're asking for trouble. But if it's just, like, a couple of teenagers, you can mostly, like, bitch slap them down real quick and... They don't come back up again. Same with children, too, unless it's, like, a fucking, like, you know, um, the fuck's that movie where it's, like, they're on the island and the kids have taken over. Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies. If you get, like, the Lord of the Flies children group, there's no coming back. But beyond that, like, if it's just a small group of them, it's, like, I don't know. I, I think it's because the thing about, like, the problem with, like, a lot of adults is, like, when they whisper, they talk at full volume. <laughs> like yeah they, they they just got a lot of these i think and it's like it's just they got some of these nuances that i just don't think they realize that they're doing something wrong well when i went to what go do you see mean i'm not whispering i'm whispering right now don't you hear it you should hear what i really sound like when i talk well i know this is more of a parent thing right here but i went to go see spider-man homecoming uh there was this kid that was running up and down the out the, the the hallway making fart noises and I had to get up and like walk over to the parent and say, "Can you parent or some shit?" And just walked back to my seat and like for as farther away as I can from this fucking family. And then like another, there's when I went to go see Ghost in the Shell. At some point, there are these stupid fucking teenage kids kind of getting up. They'll be sitting in a seat for like ten minutes. They get up, move to another one. They'd be like, you know, on their phones or whatever. And then you know, and at some point, there's like this. There's a pop that's kind of elevated with this. I'm trying to think of a good way to explain it. They have a little bit of this railing. You could almost, you're not meant to sit on it, but these guys kind of put, put themselves, and it's a wall. Put, position themselves on this wall and sit in there, and I feel that you could kind of hear their, their feet every so often. Yeah. The back of this fucking wall. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck if there's six of them. I'm gonna, I don't give a fuck. And I just walk up to them like, guys, do I really need to fucking ask? I just looked at them, and they backed off so it's, it's not one of those things like this is me like bragging about like oh yeah i told those fucking kids you know but at the exact same time though it's kind of like you're right you can kind of yell yeah kids can be fucking annoying in the theater but you can yell at them because i think they're kind of a little bit more used to that like all oh, the, the, the the grown-up person told told yelled at me i guess i should do what they say otherwise they'll put me send me to the principal's office i think they in, inherently have that in the back of their head that senior citizen man dressed like eddie vetter came up and yelled at us <laughs> pretty much the yeah. man in the plaid with the beard is angry <laughs> but um and i think that's the thing that's what i've learned it's just like it's like the only thing about adults though is they just i think they're not used to having somebody say like hey could you shut the shit or like they're most of the time i start off nice it mostly it's like a gradual build up to shut the fuck up this time i just went from zero to ten just to i was at the shut the fuck up part about it which granted it's like that but it's just 
It's one of those ones. I think it's just because it was like a buildup. It was just like every movie I saw started getting gradually worse, gradually. It's just, I don't know what it is. And I think the older movies don't help the cause, but it's like, I'm, I'm to the point where I'm like, fuck it. Make my own movie theater. Fuck y'all. I'm going home. Well, at the exact same time, I think we already said this. It's like when you get kind of older, you almost have trouble like really listening to younger people to an extent. And that's not to me, you know, I, you know, I got two nephews and I love those kids, but at the exact same time, when, like I said, if I hear like some like movie essay or critique by someone who's like 20 or 21 or something like that, I immediately get like, whatever kid, <laughs> you know, which is not death. Is, what do y'all know about death? Exactly. <laughs> So I guess the kind of goes same way when you when you're like you know probably some guy with kids who's retired or whatever, or you're like you know whether you <laughs> that thirty one year old man 60s. just yelled at me. Can you believe this? Well, that's a big difference. If like from thirty one like to like 65. sixty, yeah, that's a big that's a big that's you know you are a kid to them. Yeah. So it's just like this fucking kid, you that's know. So kid, I take him outside and whoop his ass. Better move my fucking knee and everything. Yeah. Get off the belt back in the day when you could still do that. Granted, he don't talk to me no more because I did that like every day. You know, but I even did it when he did a good job. Even when I was congratulating him. Like, good job, all, boy. Yeah, you got all A's once. Fucking beat the shit out of him that night. <laughs> it was a love. Could make him a man. It was a love beat, but you know, obviously, it it's a love beating. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's just one of those I ones. Actually, like, it's just it's just so fucking obnoxious it's just i don't know what it is i just think that people like have like lost respect when it comes to movie theaters and i think this right here is like i know this kills the movie theaters for a lot of people because there's a lot of people i've always talked to throughout my life that the main reason they don't go to the movie theaters anymore it's not the price it's not all that it's literally they just don't want the movie experience to be ruined by people fucking talking so they've just given up on it yeah i can understand that i just feel like it's and this is the one too i feel kind of bad for a place like angels camp because angels camp's one of the the only independent movie theaters left there's like very few of them left in california this is one of the few ones and they're probably the point they're like shit there's like 55 fucking people in our classic movie night do i say anything because that's a lot of money for us you know what i mean so and plus they're one of the only 70 they're like one of the only 75 theaters in the whole country that played the interview yeah this that's i know you didn't i know you didn't care for that movie but that's a that's a big that's that's a big dice to roll like you're this tiny little town movie theater is like you know what fuck it we don't give a shit what the terrorists say we're playing this fucking movie and you had a bunch of fox news watchers in that theater just to spit in kim jong-il's face yeah exactly you know what i mean so it's like or Oon, whichever one it was yeah but then yeah that, that's that's what they get to like yeah we're angels camp it's still the fucking wild west here suck our balls everyone you know and that's the thing is this this theater is fucking amazing. Like I love the theater. It's like nothing against the theater and stuff like that. It's just like some of these people. It's just oh, I just don't think I can take the people that kind of as I said. Like it's just one of those ones. And this is what I've always feared. Like when somebody asks you, like, hey, have you ever been to like a Rocky Horror Picture Show movie before? I'm like, that sounds like the most stressful fucking event I could possibly be at. Like when people when I heard like what they do with those movies, I'm like. Okay, that's a bunch of people that don't like movies. That's a bunch of people that just want to be obnoxious assholes. Is what that is at the end of the day, because standing up and throwing toast yeah. at the, the screen, you have people acting in front of the screen or whatever the fuck. Yeah, that to me just sounds that that's for anybody who's like super into movies. That sounds like the most stressful thing I can imagine. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. Shit. Sounds, that's it, like I mean that's fine if you're at your house and it's you and your you know stupid buddy that wants to do that together. You know, but <laughs> I feel like when you're in public, it's like no don't and i don't know what what that rocky horror picture thing that that must be just some like inner fucking like 
fucking baby boomer children like coming out like being like dad never let us talk in front of the john wayne movie so we're gonna do it here where we're allowed to <laughs> i don't know if it's baby boomer shit i mean maybe it started with a couple random baby well, boomers. I know people 70s. mostly are i know but i mean well that movie comes from the 70s but at the same time i don't know maybe i just i know people our age and just a little bit older i know people our age and some gen xers that like to do that. I don't know them well, but I know people that talk about like, oh yeah, I went to this thing this one time, and it, it, like apparently, as far as I know, what it is is it's just the movies playing, and you got people in the front, and I don't know if, whether they're like mimicking, they're mimicking what's going on on the movie screen behind them, and then at some point, like I like to make a toast, and people just throw a toast at the, them or some bullshit, like or some you and know, they and sing they, along they, 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 during the movie, and they have to get up and dance to it, and like, wh- why would I want to do that? That just it just sounds so terrible, you know what I mean? It just sound it, it's just one of those words like it's just ugh. I because we had I want to say like that's what I heard it was, and then there's like a special feature on the uh, on the DVD. There is a special feature. Where, that's where I kind of saw like what this experience is like. I'm like, oh god. It was just as like, wow, it's just as this girl explained to me what it was. And then, like, it's funny because if you look at that, there's like an older couple, and there's like, I remember this specifically, there's an older couple, and there's one old, bald guy with a, with, I think, with a fucking mustache, arms crossed, with his wife, like, I want to stay home tonight. It's my one fucking night off in the mill. You drag me to this bullshit. <laughs> at least at the mill, it's so loud you can't hear anybody talk. <laughs> Let's do the time warp. I'll be honest. Rocky Horror Picture Show was kind of ruined for me. It was one of those things where it came up. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I watched it. I'm like, I don't get it. Then in time, it kind of grew on me. Mm-hmm. And then in time, I'm like, God, fuck this thing. And what ruined it? Fucking drama kids. Fucking drama kids. Yeah, the, the, the play fags or whatever they're called nowadays. <laughs> That's what they used to be called. Or play-ins. Or they, they had many names. Many of these, like, 90s names that I guess aren't, like, the same. But, um... Yeah, well, you know why? It's because they'll take something and they'll exploit it so much so that it like it went from being kind of hip and cool to being like, okay, now it's just so overly played. And and I think it's because a lot of people that are in drama like generally are kind of like they're all the like the they, losers. They it's like, it's like, it's like at the end of the day, you ain't getting an acting job. I I, I think somebody just needs <laughs> to break this to you before you go any farther. You know what I mean? You you ain't no Channing Tatum. Let's just say that. <laughs> Here's the thing, well, you know, here, here, Channing Tatum, you know, he's got something that you don't got. It's called uh, looks, personality, skill, talent, shit. And abs. Abs, yeah. You ain't, you ain't got none of that. You're skinny, dorky looking. Well, that, that's all you got going about... for you. Shit, I wish I had something more I could say to you. I know those sound like <laughs> negative qualities, but those are like really your positive qualities too. You got braces. Yeah. You know, and you got and lisp, you know. People love listening to people on lists, don't you? How many actors do you know have a lisp? And shit, you got, those are some nice converse you got. But beyond that, though, I don't know. But, um, no, but, like, there, the, here's the thing. Because I remember, I mean, you know, I had some friends that were in in play in, in plays and all that. And I was even in a few school plays just to, you know, be sociable and try and meet some stuff. And there's some couple people I made friends with. Mm-hmm. But there definitely were those people, though, that liked whatever musical you threw right in front of them and i it's one of those things that just 
that just annoyed me. It'd just be any fucking musical that came out and they fucking loved it. Because why? Because it was some musical someone just chucked in front of them and they'd just be practicing, <laughs> you know, almost be singing it like that, like out of nowhere. Like, Jesus Christ, can you guys ever stop acting? You guys always just act. Can you ever just be people? And there is this, and I, the reason I know that that's still happening today is because I went, uh, I used to work at this bike rental company and there is a location in Golden Gate Park. And uh, it's since it's right by the music concourse, you'd always have buses stopping by, whether it be people from Europe on like, you know, just a bus tour, like, oh, look, here's Golden Gate Park. Or, you know, just kids going to the Academy of Science and on a field trip. And there's a few times where it was like, I could just tell just from the looks, you know, there is, you know, the, there is like just a troop of drama kids. What they're going to that area for, I don't know, <laughs> but they, like, a couple of them had Hamilton shirts and they're all like, like, not gonna lose my shot, not gonna lose my <laughs> shot. I'm like, fuck, it's still happening. <laughs> yep, it's one of those. Well, there's a moment I remember, like, in high school, and I, I was just like, I mean, for most people, this won't relate to them, but like, I feel like the story and the, and the people that they are, we, everybody's all known this kind of people but it was in mr suggs's class and he was showing like this clip from like 1925 of this musical it's like this was a popular musical at the time or 1930 or something like that and he's playing it and there was these two girls singing along to it and then he turned it off and they kept singing along to it for about another 10 seconds more and this one kid turns around and looks at him he goes he turned it off for a reason <laughs> <laughs> But I know the people that weren't did it too. They were singing along. So they're like, oh, it's my moment to sing and shine and show off. It's like, all right, all right. You know what's funny? My, my dad told me the story of these ladies that came in to the restaurant not too long ago. And uh, they're talking about they went to go see Bohemian Rhapsody. And they're like, you know, we were singing along during the movie and somebody told us to shut the sh- I don't know if they said shut the fuck up, but if they did, that's good. And it's like, yeah, I, I would have done the same thing too if some asshole was fucking singing during the movie. You're, like Freddie is singing. You don't need anyone other than Freddie to sing. Exactly. You, you can't compete with Freddie. Why the fuck do you like, like Freddie? Is there room for me? Like why? Exactly. It's just one of those ones. Like I, I, didn't come, I didn't come here to hear you fucking sing. I came here to hear a recording of Freddie Mercury singing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like one of those ones. Like yeah, like you don't sing during a fucking movie. I don't care even if it is a movie about music. You know what I mean? It's like what the hell are you doing? This isn't a concert. And here's the thing about concerts. I feel like a concert's turned up so goddamn loud that if people are singing, you really don't have to hear them. <laughs> yeah, well, here, here's actually... We're just going, this is going kind of a few steps back, but still slightly on the same topic, kind of. Um, when you went to go see um, uh, Christmas Vacation, was this on Christmas Day or was it close to Christmas? No, it was like a week before Christmas. Oh, okay, okay. I was just wondering if that was your Christmas day. Like, oh, it was a nice Christmas day. Go see a, a family Christmas movie. Then I almost got into a fight with a baby boomer. No, I, I went to go see The Mule on Christmas Day a second time. And, like, that. That's a Christmas movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a great movie. That movie's amazing. But, um. It's literally, I feel like Clint Eastwood just should, like, make, you know, just like he had the Man of No Name trilogy, I think he should make another one of these types of movies. And then it'll be, like, like the Lovable Racist trilogy. <laughs> Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah. He's already the age. He said this is going to be his last movie. But That's what he said about Grand Torino, though, too. So. Yeah. I got one more in me. I feel like it's one of those things, like with Clint Eastwood, he's always that guy just chopping wood out in a ranch, and the helicopter comes in. Like, Clint, we need you. They hold up a script for, like, Invictus. He's like, ah, I told you I'm done with that. 
Yeah, but Grant, but we, we need you, Clint. You're our only guy. Like, fine, but just one more time. And then it comes back. It's just like, same thing. He's out there chopping the same piece of wood because he just, right where he left off, helicopter lands back down. Like, Clint, we need you. What? Hereafter. Like, oh, you know. So it's like, <laughs> it's like that things. house that um, Arnold Schwarzenegger has in Commando. <laughs> like, just way yeah. out there. Just way out there, just kind of almost like a routine now. He knows they're going to show up, so he's just like, maybe I'll go to the other side of the house. There's no, they, there's not enough room for them to park their helicopter over there. <laughs> yeah, one of those ones. Well, it's also I got to plant some trees, so it's harder for them to land the helicopter. I kind of think about how many pe- how, how many other people are like ninety years old that have starred, directed, and produced a movie. Probably not many. Yeah, I mean, all guess. all in one like round. You know what I mean? It's like I I can't. I mean, there's probably somebody out there, maybe, but, like, that's got to be so rare. He, he's probably in, like, a special club for that. Yeah, he's probably one of the only ones. He's not the only one, I'm, I'm sure, but he's probably one of the, like, probably top five people that do get that much work done. His work ethic's pretty amazing. Yeah, it just it's just one of those ones. To make a movie where, like, not only are you starring in it, but you also are directing it, and you also produced it. Like, that right there is just like, wow. That's, that is, that's commitment right there. That's inspiration, no matter what. Um, I actually want to talk about something because we were talking, you were talking Christmas vacation. It reminded me, um, a little before Christmas, and I told you a little bit of this in person, but not the whole situation. Um, a little before Christmas, uh, my, my girlfriend, she's a uh, Dutch and she is part of this little Dutch community around town. And every so See, I guess it's they just celebrate. like Gran Torino. It's like, you know, they, they find themselves all in their same place for some reason. <laughs> it's just like all these goddamn Dutch moving into this town. Do you ever think that if you move somewhere else that you're just going to find all these like California people be like, oh, well, you know, you you came over to Switzerland here. Well, uh, here here's the California neighborhood. Come on, move on in. Do you just think that that's going to happen? Do you be like, oh, well, I guess I, you know, I didn't really just serve avocados and oranges all day. Yeah. Like, I I didn't realize this is what I was getting into. But, you know. You like, know what I mean? Like, like if, California if we, oriented, they just assume avocado. If we just go to like another like country, are we just gonna like be kind of like forced to have to live in the neighborhood of all the other Californians? I just kind of wonder just that. Some, just go to Germany. Some dudes like, oh, these god, these goddamn Californians moving in here with their surfboards and their long hair. Oh, it's. It's ruining this town. It's making it's making the property drop. Oh no! They're driving around in the Toyota Priuses. <laughs> they're all oh, there goes one now. <laughs> but I just think it's, well, Listening it's, it's to always this funny. You always rock. see that in the U.S. That there's always like it doesn't matter what country you come from. Somehow, some way, you find your people here and you live in their neighborhood. Doesn't matter if you're Philippine. Doesn't matter if you know you're Spanish. It doesn't matter if you're from Russia. Somehow, some way, you find your people and you live together. It's just so weird. I just kind of wonder. I just cannot imagine this working the other way around. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I should explain. It's not like they all live in the same cul-de-sac. I mean, it's like it's like a Facebook group. It's, it's like, still, hey, who? I just kind of wonder though. Like, if, if we went to some, if we went to Russia, we're we gonna find ourselves like in our own like. <laughs> oh, dude! You know California what? California town went group. To some, if we were like se- if we were like in some situation where we where we were living somewhere for a long time, we would probably met some not not even someone from like California, someone from Idaho or fucking even like New York or Minnesota. Like American, it's just gonna happen. People do that, yeah. like you know. So, but it's uh, what was I gonna say? There was um, but yeah. So they they celebrate Christmas differently. Well, kind of. Uh, Christmas uh, December fifth is the day where they celebrate Santa Claus, and apparently their version of Santa Claus is a guy named Sinterklaas, 
and he is what I guess inspired all other versions of Santa Claus around. He was the OG, I guess. Plus, Santa Claus just sounds amazing because that sounds like a Decepticon. It does, like Santa Claus <laughs> attack. It does. It totally does sound like a like a Christmas themed Decepticon. Um, so Santa Claus, uh, he's the he's essentially you know kind of like Santa based off Saint Nicholas from Spain. And way it works is he just comes in and he gives gifts to kids and these little candies. And then, you know, America's like, oh, shit, we'll give our guy a sleigh. We'll give him more of a red suit. Because he looks kind of like a cross between Santa and the Pope. Because he has a big red, like, you know, Pope hat and a lot of white and red. So you you see the similarities of Santa, but it's like a cross, like I said, a little bit of the Pope in there as well. Now, here's the thing about uh, this particular... uh, this um center claus celebration center claus center claus is that what center claus so he also has these helpers called peets now peets are kind of like elves uh but slightly different uh turns out that uh peets are usually or actually at that point when they were made always black dudes and since <laughs> since since uh you know it's uh not exactly a high black Population in the Netherlands, you get a lot of dudes in blackface. So it's just this tradition they had for a long fucking time. And recently they've been trying to do away with it. They've been trying to kind of slowly phase it out, but it's still kind of, you got people that are still hanging in there like, this is the way we go, we start it! You know, I've been a Pete for years and I take it with pride! But you got people that are tr- you're really trying to get rid of it. And, you know, I get that, obviously. But so going through that though they had you know they because they had these decorations around left oh one more thing i should mention uh center claus doesn't come in via sleigh he comes in on a boat from spain with all the peats uh, yeah so, i love how he comes to spain like literally the, the the number one country of capturing slaves well, well, not to be this guy, but wasn't, I mean, I might be wrong. I might be 100% wrong, but was it Spain or the Netherlands that started the slave trade? Well, Spain's the biggest. Spain's the country that was still doing the slave trade when everybody else stopped doing it. Because oh, that's, okay. that's pretty much what the Spanish-American War is all about. is America having to go kick Spain out of all their, like, conquered countries, which would be, like, Cuba and the Philippines, you know, and Guam and all that stuff. Here comes America! And, and, and then America, and and America freedom. Goes, man, you know what? These Philippine people are already well-trained. We're going to keep them now, and, you know, next thing you know, they're going to run technical service for all our companies. <laughs> you guys got a good work ethic. Yeah, Let's set up a telephone pole. Shit, that's a great place to set up a military base. Put that right there, and look, we're right next to North Korea and China. Let's we can watch them. Watch them from afar, but be right next to them at the same time. You know, in Cuba, I don't know what the fuck happened there, but that obviously didn't pan out the way that I thought it was going to pan out. (laughs) It's okay, you know, Audio Slave performed there years later, so that was a cool concert. You see, I got the DVD of it. (laughs) You know, so... Oh, when he he performs Black Hole Sun on acoustic guitar, then all of a sudden, like, Tom Morello, Tim Comerfold, and and Brad Wilk come in at the very end. Oh my god, that was amazing. Yeah, America. You're welcome, Cuba. Yeah, exactly. One of those ones. But anyway, so they come in (laughs) via boat... From Spain. From Spain. Well, because they have to and, go get, get new uh, Pauls every single time, or Pete's every single time. Pete's. <laughs> so they go there, and they give out, like, candy and all that. So that's the whole thing. So they're trying to update it, so they're just making it out to be like, oh, no, anybody can be a Pete. It's not strictly this. We're trying to, no, it's not related to that thing over there. <laughs> and um, But regardless of that, 
they still have all these old ass decorations they've been saving for years. So they, I get there. I'm like, I kind of, she told me about it a little bit like, Oh, okay. All right. Whatever. So we get there that I see some of the old decorations and there's this <laughs> big ass poster of like sent of like center claws on this white horse galloping. And then on the ground walking next to him is like a pea with big red lips, like almost pitch black features. Like I got your bags, Massa. And, like, and I love how like, those... it's like, they're all named Pete. Like, you know, they probably all have their own unique names, but, <laughs> <laughs> but like, well, actually my, my name's Frank, but you know, I just, they said Pete one, Pete two. I'm, I'm not going to argue. I'm, I'm not going to. He's like, oh, well, my name's a Kendo, but uh, no, you're Pete now. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Pete, be good. Pete, don't run no more. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's one of those ones. It's like, I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll take it like this. I'll, if you just include like, like where it comes from in Spain and where it comes, from, if you if you just kind of bypass all these things that are connecting it to like this like road of like not being the greatest, and you just take it for what it is, and let's just say, oh, well, let's just say that Pete actually just works for Sinterklaas, you know, and he's just <laughs> you know he's paid handsomely and he gets all his benefits <laughs> and so on like that, and he's a real fine chap. Um, I, I see nothing wrong with that if that's what it is. <laughs> if we just disinclude the, you know, all the history that is known and out there for it, yeah. No. yeah. But, but the whole thing is they're, they're still doing the whole Pete thing. They're just not doing the blackface thing with it. They still got people going out there handing gifts, and he still comes in on the boat with them. It's just not all blackface, and it's, you know, whatever. So, um... And you know, but regarding- and sometimes I feel that blackface has always been kind of like given a bad name because really, like I think this uh, day and age, I know I know you're you're cringing at this, but think about it, like, isn't it like if you dress up as somebody, like you know, what's really kind of wrong with that? I mean, like I know dress up as Pete, it just it looks bad, but let's just let's just take take that out of the context. What's wrong with somebody saying like it's like a kid saying like, hey, I want to go to school dressed up as you know Snoop Dogg, but I'm a white kid. Is why why can't I do that? You know what I mean? Fucking Tommy over there is dressed up as the Red Ranger and he's going to school and he's a black kid. Like, but that's okay. Why can't I be like who I want to be? You know what I mean? Think about it. Think about it. Well, Red Ranger's not doing going in white face or nothing. He's just a fucking helmet. It's just a mask. Well, yeah, I'm I know. Saying, I, I, I don't what think. I'm pointing out is that like. It really, if you take out, like, the, like, what it's kind of like, I mean, I know what people, they go back to the old and, like, theater days and so on, back to theater, ruining it all. (laughs) But, like, if you think about just, like, as that, I mean, like, I I don't know, it's one of those ones, like, if you just take it just as is, like, a kid just wants to, like, be, like, his idol or somebody he likes, and that's how he has to do it, you know what I mean? I guess because you 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 don't see a black kid wanting to be, like, these, like, white face, but it's, like, I guess it's no different than, like, you know, like, I'm using costume examples, but... You know what I mean? It's just like one well, of those ones, like. Well, I get, I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, just, like, just dressing time, up as a costume as somebody thing... else. It's just, you know what I mean? Or like a kid, like I'll use this one. Here's a white kid's gonna dress up as like his favorite anime character who's Japanese, and he's gonna dye his hair black. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's not a bunch of right. The whole thing with, with Asians just don't blackface though. It's just there's there's the level of just all the. But I don't think there's a problem like dressing up like a character or something like that. But I mean, to go to the point of like, you know, because the whole thing with blackface is the very stereotypical like pitch black with the red lips and all that kind of shit. I mean, there's nothing but negative, con- nothing but negative history behind. That. Well, yeah, that's so, I mean, I mean it's, it's there's negative history, but I'm saying if you gotta take that out of the context though, if you just take that part, it's just hard to remove it though because it's no, so ingrained people into don't people. For- it's funny people don't forget like things in the la- they'll forget things in the last 500 years, but they won't forget things in the last like. Hundred years. It's kind of an odd one. 
I I don't know. I gotta go the other way on this one, dude. <laughs> I, I know but I, I know, know you do, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying that like I don't know. It's just it's no different than dressing up as a costume of somebody you know something else you know or. I don't. I mean, it's one of those things that I mean, I I I see what you're saying, but at the exact yeah. same time, I mean, like, I just I'm, don't not, agree. I'm, I'm taking it out of history. I'm, once again, I'm rem- just removing it out of history. If you took a couple people from outer space that never saw any of this historical stuff, and you asked them, like, "Hey, you know, Glooglop from outer space, do you mind if I dress up as an alien like that?" Is he gonna be like, "Dude, get the fuck out of here! What the fuck is wrong with you, you little <laughs> fucking American boy?" Oh, Glooglop, Glooglop, we probably wouldn't even like. He first put. Um... Luke Lop's not fucking real, so that's the thing right there. Well, that's the thing, though. But, is, I mean, no matter what, none of this stuff is real at the end of the day. It's only real if you make it real. You know what I mean? If you don't, it's all make-believe. And I'm just saying yeah, that, like, yeah, it's, it's... Or it's like, you know, you know, it's just one of those ones to me. It just feels like, if as long as it's not done in, like, a racist thing, it's more like it's just done as, like, hey, it's just, I really like this person. I want to be I want to be fucking Pete. Pete's my fucking jam. Like, I'm not from the Netherlands. I don't know this shit, but, like, maybe to some people it's like, dude, Pete's, like, an inspiring hero. I don't know. Well, the whole thing with Pete is apparently he's always portrayed to be, back in the older days, he was always portrayed to be kind of like the very stereotypical, like, dumb, very kind of like bumbling kind of character, <laughs> and that's the thing that's also associated with that. Well, what if they make Sinterklaas that, black? So, I have no problem to make Sinter... I mean, look, here, no, I'm not, not talking about taking a guy... Problem. I'm just saying, what if they make Sinterklaas black? I don't care if they make Santa Claus black. They don't care if they make Santa black. I'm not talking about a guy and I'm not talking about making doing it in blackface. I'm talking about like if it was a black dude in a Santa beard or an Asian dude in a band Santa beard. I don't give a shit. Exactly, that's what <laughs> I'm, I'm just, saying here. See that once again in a it, beard it, though, in a, in a dude in a beard. I'm not talking about face makeup though. Even still, face. I mean, people. Every actor puts on makeup. It's just, it's not as intense as other stuff. I don't know. I think it's no different than like if someone somebody dresses up as like an alien or a monster. What, what if an alien or a monster? What about their feelings? Nobody cares about them. Yeah, no one gives a fuck about an alien or monster because they're not fucking real. Exactly. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's one of those weird ones. It's just. I think. I always just think those are kind of like. It's like I get it if it's done in a bad way, but if it's not done in a bad way, it's like just a kid. Like you know, I, I use a kid's example because the kids don't have that like knowledge based in there they just go like dude i just want to be they don't i'm not I, trying to they change just like, dude, i just want to be you know fucking barack obama for fucking halloween you know what i mean <sighs> i bet you there's a kid who probably did that i bet you anything if you look that up there's probably some kid who came to school and he just wanted to be barack obama because he thought he was the fucking shit and he gets ridiculed for just wanting to be his fucking hero because he happens to be white, he, or he happens to be Asian, or he happens to be Mexican, or he happens to be something else. Well, I guess if he's Mexican or Asian, thing, he can probably get away with it, because Barack Obama's kind of looks kind of Mexican and Asian at the same time. <laughs> he's a little, little mixed there. Yeah. But, um, well, the whole thing with that, I don't even want to, I don't want it to go to a political range or anything I'm, like I'm that. I'm not saying it's a political thing. I'm, I'm just saying it is just like... I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I, just, I, I just, it's one of those things, the history is there, so it's hard to remove it, because... Maybe if you didn't have people in the first place doing these really oafish, stereotypical versions, Dieter for a long time, and all these Sambo illustrations, I guess if that wasn't part of history, if that wasn't there for a long time, then I guess there wouldn't be nothing wrong. But the thing is, that is there, so it's just hard to separate. Oh, and here you go. Here's your white face in Japan with the Kabuki Clubs. There's your white face. I don't give a fuck about what, See, what, there you when go. they do the when they do the makeup thing. When they do the make wait, are you talking when they do that's just them doing like some weird like I don't even know what they're fucking exactly. doing there. It's, it's not just like another weird thing, but I'm just I'm just I'm just pointing it out that like it's, it, I'm making just observations of just other people around the world and just their different like weird culture stuff, you know. I'm not judging anybody. 
I'm just I'm looking mm-hmm. at it and kind of go, giving it a pro and con kind of look at. You know, I don't I don't want to be one of those like cynical like hate them all kind of people. I just want to go, huh? That's interesting. <laughs> that's what you do well, over I'm there. Not even trying it's kind of just like there. It's just every- like. You know, you know, there's some fucking people in like, you know, America that are like, these Dutch people are the worst people ever. You know, it's kind of like, well, I, I don't know. I'm not from Dutch land, um, the Netherlands, Netherlands, Dutch, Dutchville, Dutch, Dutchtopia, <laughs> you know? So it's like, who am I to like tell somebody what they can do and can't do in their own country? If as long as it's not really seeming to like affect other people, it just seems like there's this weird fucking tradition that's there and. You know, it's, just like you just the like they probably look at like everywhere else. Like, you know, when people look at fucking America and they go, they got this weird fucking Thanksgiving tradition where they go on a turkey holocaust. Yeah, well, the, the whole thing is I'm not trying to like I wasn't trying to stop and single this thing out and like and totally just like, you know, look at these fucking heathens. But just like one of those things are tr- some people are trying to get rid of it. Some people are trying to let or tr- trying to like, well, not get rid of the holiday altogether, but trying to get rid of that portion of it, which, you know, some things change and times change. So. I totally get why they want to do that. I'm not dudging all, ju- du- dudging. not judging all of the Netherlands for doing that shit. I because you know it's like like you said, another culture, another country, yeah. but at the exact same time, I totally get why people don't like that, and I acknowledge why they don't like that, and I kind of I agree with them on that aspect. But the 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 short and simple, what I was trying to get to that is they had some of these old drawings and some of these old decorations up, and. As I'm walking through there, at some point, I'm just like, oh, okay, just seeing some of these old, like, pictures, and all of a sudden, this groundskeeper walks in. It's like, hey, you guys, need any help? I turn around, it's a black dude, and here I am standing in front of this poster <laughs> with this white dude in a big fucking pole pat with a black dude carrying his bags. I'm like, uh, um, uh, I'm... Let me get the person in charge, but he looks... I guess they'd done it there before, so it wasn't a big deal. He kind of knew of this fucking thing, but still... Not gonna lie, and the guy walked by later, like, "Oh, hey, man, how's it going? Uh, need some coffee or water or anything like that?" You want me to carry <laughs> no, your bags so. for you? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not with them. Well, I'm, I'm with I'm with her, but she's not in the blackface thing. So you know, but anyway, no, she because she was her she was dressing up like uh, not 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 blackface, of course, but she was she was just dressed up as one of the peds handing out toys and candy to kids. But watching it from a distance, it was fucking weird because after a while, it was like. Because they, since I was there, like, hey, do you mind, like, operating the music? Like, okay, cool. Like, what, what do we do? All right, well, when the dude comes rolling in, play, uh, it's not something that's not Sinterklaas. Like, what? Uh, song three. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and so I'm waiting. I'm just kind of watching there backstage. I'm kind of talking to uh, her friend's boyfriend. We're back there just kind of waiting. Mm-hmm. And as she, as, as he comes rolling out, I'm playing the song, and I'm watching them feed the kids. But basically, some of the kids get a little rowdy, so you just throw these candies. It's almost like watching them feed pigeons. Like, <laughs> these massive pigeons. It's like, oh, fuck, there's too many of them. Go that way. The kids will all just scurry over and grab the candy. Wait, were you throwing candy out in the street? No, no, you're, we're in, it was inside. It was oh, okay. I was just saying, because I'm like, like, in America, you can't do that anymore. Oh, no, it was in an auditorium. They were throwing candy, like... The kids just—it was like watching them feed pigeons. Yeah, because I say they—they stopped doing that during parades. I remember like ten years ago or something like that. Because I remember when I was a kid, or kids when we just were kids, out in front of floats. Yeah, well, we—they used to just chuck candy out wherever they felt like it on the street. Like natural selection, go! Just throw it out there. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a little bit of a pre-Christmas thing. Just like, okay, gotta watch that, you know, and. This one kid walked up to her at some point. She's like, you're not a real Pete. And like, you should have said to that kid, like, those aren't your real parents. (laughs) 
They're like, what's this dirty Irishman doing in here? <laughs> Get him! Well, I have people because I've They're cause, like, you well, know, Pete carries are... the bag, but what do the Irish do? Well, they fix the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Get in your position. Like, this kid's like dragging you over. Like, you put on your. your put on your. Oh, God, what would be the Irish guy's name if this name's Pete for the black guy? Seamus? No, that's too Irish. It's got to, because it's not going to, you're not going to have your. O'Neill? No, you're not going to have your Irish name. Pete's ain't getting his, like, African name. You ain't getting your Irish name. Oh, yeah. You're getting another, like, Dutch Scandinavian type name. <laughs> and you and you work on the boat and you'll have to snuggle Snogglehaven? Snogglehaven? Like that? Yeah. Get Snugglehaven his his fucking kilt. Yeah, exactly. Go go work on the boat, you. I think we should travel to the Here's Netherlands. Little rascals have on December fifth next year and see what this is all about. And the and as a research experiment. Oh, I made like a dumb. I was just trying to make conversation because like, like um, boyfriend, dude, dude the, the boyfriend of uh of uh my girlfriend. Oh, I can't even talk right now. The uh, boyfriend of my girlfriend's friend. He was cool, but we're just trying to make conversation at some point, like because they just had this music on loop. I'm like, oh, well, your guys' Christmas music sounds better than ours. And then like he says, like, oh, this is totally because I can't. I don't know what the fuck they're saying. It's all it's all Dutch. He's like, oh, this is like totally children nursery rhyme shit. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so, like I was just trying to be nice, but <laughs> no, not that guy. I just look like I'm just like, yeah, let's jam to this shit. <laughs> just trying to get into the holidays. <laughs> Yeah, that that yeah, when that, you when you initially sent me the pictures, that I'm like, I'm very interested. This is so weird. I want to know more. I must discover more. Yeah, I, I feel like it's as well those ones. You know, some people are going to shun this, but it's like I I think this is something that, like many things in life, we should all know about the rest of the world's like cultures, and you should never just hide and burn books because you know who did that? The Nazis did that. So don't be those guys. I'm not saying hide and burn it. I'm just saying acknowledge that we know where it is, but at the same time, I understand yeah. times change. And you know, adapting it like some things just you know, just some things change, some things don't do no more. Yeah, I, 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 I just think that like history should just all you should just always just kind of have an understanding of it in other people's cultures because it's just interesting. It's just like it's interesting that somebody chose to do this and still do, does this. That's what that's to me. I think is the interesting part. It's like, huh? That's that's, that's interesting. You know, at the end of the day, it's like, wow, mm-hmm. I didn't, you didn't expect to see this. You know what I mean? It's like, I like that's just, it's just interesting in a weird way. But, um, no, it's someone, someone's got the, someone's sticking to their guns, whether you agree with it or not. So. Yeah. And you always gotta give people credit for sticking to their guns because there's something to be said about like that determination that like, I'm going down off the ship. God damn it. The, the, I don't know if they, I don't know if Center Claus's ship has, has, has life rafts. Yeah, exactly. No, he, he has Pete rafts. Yeah. <laughs> No, just, uh, no, I need you all to train. I need you all to Voltron together to make a boat for me, so I can survive. Oh my god, if that's what it was, it's like, like jumps into Santa Claus jumps into his like transforming peat rafts and everything like that. Well, here you can almost say this though. Here's the thing though. While Santa Claus in America is hiring a bunch of white elves, Santa Claus obviously has hired a bunch of black elves. I'm not sure if they're exactly hired, though. I don't even know if Santa Claus fucking hires elves. I feel like Santa, because Santa fucking gets around, because if you listen to a lot of those Santa songs, it's like, Santa baby, and then there's the other song, I saw mommy fucking Santa Claus, or whatever that song is. Like, I feel like Santa Claus is almost like Mick Jagger. Just has all these illegitimate children. When he, when he has maybe... the illegitimate ch- children, for their punishment, they turn to an elf. Exactly. If they if they get out of shit, if they act out. And it's one of those things where 
it's one of the I think one day I think they can make a good horror movie out of this like it's like I always wondered why he had pointy ears now I know why <laughs> you know and then the dad's all like that Christmas you got the you got the convertible light blue it wasn't from your father was it like no it wasn't all of a sudden I just hear the roof like oh shit oh shit just going down the chimney we gotta get to billy's room like mom no they just crash window you see santa claus a sleigh taking off at night <laughs> yeah exactly well we always wonder oh, why our kid didn't com- grow up you know grow any taller after he was like nine years old <laughs> oh that convertible came in a prize bitch <laughs> just like takes his children forever it's like, it's like, he, like you thought you could hide him? You can never hide him! <laughs> Santa sees all. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're he knows awake. when you're awake. He knows when you've been bad or good. So be good, for goodness sake. <laughs> exactly, Santa knows all. No, it's like well, fuck with Santa. But he has. You can't stop Santa because he has everything in that sack. You know, because Santa visits for like fucking NRA families too. So you know, Santa's not only bringing like Xboxes and fucking like Legos. He's also got probably a twelve gauge in there. Well, yeah, and you should. Just because someone's part of the NRA doesn't mean that they're a bad person. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying he probably he probably gives gifts to gun nuts too. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying you're a bad person. I'm just saying that he probably visits. He visits everybody, so he's got a gift for he's everybody. Got a, a gift for every occasion, unless you've been bad, then he doesn't have a gift for you. He gives you coal. He gives you coal, or your he gives, gives you your coal. Soul. And then if you work at a coal plant and you get coal, then it's just. <laughs> He's like Shao Kahn, like, your soul is mine. Can you turn into an elf? Now, is there a Santa Claus movie out there, so if anyone wants to experience this? There might be. I don't know. I never I never looked it up. Might be. Let me Google this real quick. See if the Netherlands has ever made, like, a Santa Claus movie. See what mm-hmm. their film division is. Santa Claus? I'm going to do it with the fucking Santa Claus. It's spelled weird. Oh, center, oh, center class. God damn it! No, it's fuck. I don't even know how you spell this thing. I should just probably Dutch Santa Claus. One second. Yeah, because I feel like you, I, I can imagine how it's spelled in America, but I know for a fact that's probably not how it's spelled at all. Santa. Dutch Santa. Oh, that's how you spell it. Uh, movie. Okay. And this has to be interesting, hearing me try to reach over the microphone and type. Uh, Dutch Santa movies. Let's see what we got here. Oh, yeah, they got some Dutch... Yeah. Interesting. Saint. It's called... There's one called just Saint. It says it came out in 2010, and it definitely looks like Santa Claus, because he has, like, the fucking... It's like a silhouette. I just see a trailer. It's, like, came out in... 2010, and I just see a dude on a horse. It looks like he'd be the Pope, but it's probably Santa Claus. So, yep. No, it looks like they made one. Yeah. So it looks like there's a couple out there, it sounds like. Almost. Is it a horror movie? It looks like it could be a horror movie. You can go either way with that one. Let's see here. I'm not going to play this whole trailer and like just comment on nothing, but I'd actually be interested in a Dutch horror movie. A Dutch Christmas horror movie, to be precise. But... And, of course, there's a Daz 3D ad in front of it. Uh, just sounds like it'd be interesting just for 
It's not, not even like a horror movie. I, just like a regular, like, you know what I mean? Like, like Tim Allen's The Santa Claus, but just the Dutch version of it. Oh, this is definitely a horror movie. Yeah. This is a Dutch Santa horror movie. Huh. There's already a severed, yeah. Oh, they got the Pete's attacking this village and Santa Claus just watching like, ha 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 Well, that sounds interesting too. In a weird, odd way. And it's just called Saint. Saint. And this dude, he just chucked, he just chucked a, a frozen head at him. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a horror movie. Hmm. I still want to see it. I'm like, where's like the Jimmy Stewart? Well, <laughs> change, Clarence. I, I can be a better man. And Jimmy Stewart plays all the peds. Oh, jeez. Jeez, Santa Claus, I don't know about this. <laughs> I, I want to have a good Christmas. I want to give all the children joy and toys. <laughs> like, you will bring them dread. No, go, Santa Claus, no. Oh. <laughs> oh. In, anyway. in, interesting concept. I don't know. I just, I, it's like one of those ones. Like some, it's one of those many things that I, I bet you most people in the U.S. never have heard of. You know, what I mean, at the end of the day, most people probably haven't. No, though. it's like well, as you think about all the all the other weird Christmas things that you kind of hear about across the land and so on. It's like yeah, that that one was brand new to me, and it's just amazing. Like too, there's people in the U.S. are like, no, we we, we want to keep this. It's like it's like Freddy Krueger. We can't let the children remember. <laughs> Well, here, here's the funny thing about Santa Claus. I'll say this. Here's something I actually kind of forgot about. Um, he, uh, like I said, he kind of helped inspired a little bit of, like, all the versions of Santa. So he's a little bit of Krampus, too. Because apparently, if you're bad, he looks at you and says, like, guess where you're fucking going? Spain. Just throws a bag over you. <laughs> so it's like, don't be bad, kids. You'll go to Spain. The next thing you know, you'll be acting in all the westerns over there that they're making. All the spaghetti ones that they, you know, yeah, they make them in Italy, but they go to Spain to shoot them. And you'll be an extra. Sergio Leone Sergio has his phone number. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the color of your skin is. You're going to be a Mexican. <laughs> Brush up on your Spanish. It's okay. They'll dub you over anyways. <laughs> You can't speak it, it's okay. Only person that didn't get dubbed was Clint. Yeah. And Eli Wallach and Lee Van Cleef. You know, technically they dubbed themselves, if you think about it, but because the way... Yeah, because... They, they, they don't make them... They just... They dub them later, which is always kind of weird. Yeah. It's almost... Same yeah. way that they make kinda movies weird in China as well, too, back in the day. Old, old Chinese... Old Kung Fu films are always dubbed, yeah. so that's why... The, even though they, the, the lips don't match a lot of times, that still works. Well, yeah, even, like, when you watch them in Chinese, though, I mean, like, I think when you kind of dub them, like, that way, it's not too bad still. If you, when you dub mm-hmm. something in its own language, it's not really, like, the biggest deal. Mm-hmm. But but, yeah. but that's how, like, those where it's just, they didn't shoot movies with sound for some reason, like, in a lot of those countries. I, I guess because it, mm-hmm. it probably just saves that extra bit of time, you know, just that extra job that you don't have to worry about, you know, an extra guy you don't have to pay for, you know, and then you'll, you know you'll always be getting clear audio once you dub it anyways. And it's probably that thing where some of the guys are like, you know what, we have to really dub this stuff over anyways because half the time, you know, there's either some, you know, extra sound or an airplane flying over or some stupid thing. So let's just minus that part out and we'll just get straight to the dubbing at the end. Yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense, but yeah. Anyway, we should probably wrap this up. We're breached two hours here. Oh, yeah. But, uh, Good place to wrap it all up with for 400. With 400 episodes, there's more to hear. To be a Pokemon master is a destiny. I know, I still have this Pokemon urge, even though I beat Yellow. I'm just not too sure what I... I, I gotta go back and finish it. I took a or, break once I got Smash Brothers. Yeah. 
So I still got to get all the characters in Smash Brothers, but that feels like that's where you just need buddies on over so you can like have a good old time and unlock stuff. We got we got to see if there's an online thing so we can just do that and try to you know that way it doesn't feel like I'm just playing alone. Like I'll just put on single player again by myself and try to unlock them. That's the I don't thing, think you can unlock them though in the online mode. I think the online mode's just regular versus, and I don't think it's, oh fuck that's not thing. like okay. you can play classic mode or any of that stuff together with your friends. Oh, whatever. Okay, well, at least I got some characters I like by this point. I mean, other than the starters, you know. Like Ryu. Oh, like, uh, Simon plays well. I like Simon. Yeah, Simon. So, all yeah. the new characters play awesome in that one. But, um... But, yeah. We'll anyway, so we should player. probably wrap this up. Happy see 400 what, episodes. Yeah, happy 400 episodes. We'll see what all comes up next in the future. And, you know, what cool movies, comic books, you know, classic games, all that fun stuff will come out and... Enjoy along the way. But till then, I'm Spencer Scott Holmes. And I'm Rain Dunnigan. You can check out oldmanorange.com for more podcasts, cartoons, comic books, music, movies, and more. We'll see you some other time. Later, folks. Thanks again for listening to the Old Man Orange Podcast. Sure, check out oldmanorange.com for more podcasts, cartoons, music, animation, and a whole lot more. We also have the Old Man Orange blog going with all kinds of fun stuff. If you easily want to support the show, use one of our Amazon links either on the website or in the description of the podcast below. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show either on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Newgrounds, or anywhere else that you seem to get this podcast from. Grab the sitcom-styled comic book Pizza Boys on either Comic Central, Comixology, or Amazon. Want more podcasts? Check out the Indie Comics Club over at Comic Central. I also got a workout website called Thor's Hidden Gym. Filled with fitness tips and tricks, videos, and a whole lot more fun stuff in the calisthenics world. Talk to us on Twitter, at Spencer S. Holmes and Dunnigan Ryan. Like our Facebook pages of Old Man Orange Productions and Pizza Boys Comic. Thanks again. We're out of here.